When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sportsbet BS Hotline, state your emergency. Yeah, it's me partner's group. Me mate Dave, I reckon he bought in. Okay, hang up now. What? And join Sportsbet's Bet With Mates. It's group betting without all the BS. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. 1-800-858-858. Robot Building Supplies, helping you get the right products for the job at a better price. The Run Home with Andy and Gazy. Indeed, and it's lovely to have your company on this Monday uh, afternoon, the 31st day of October. Is this the day they celebrate Halloween? Is it, yes, they it do, is, they get Andy. Out and about, so if people are knocking on your door and you've put out the spooky stuff, uh, enjoy it today, Keith, because mm. today's the day. Well, are you into the uh, whole Halloween situation? Our kids, our kids don't mind it. I'm, I'm, a, uh, I'm impartial, but... If, if kids enjoy it and, you know, parents want to um, do the lolly thing, then I'm all for it, you well, know. You, you have a stash. I've got a special no, stash just in case some uh, someone comes and knocking on the gays' household. I've got a little sum sum for them. have you put the... No. Well, they won't be knocking on your door then. Cause Why that's not? The, that's the no, top. they still knock. Well, they shouldn't. They're still knocking. Uh, no, no, no. I, we tell our children not to do that. Oh, really? Well, you don't want to be. You want to make sure you're knocking on a friendly door, don't you? Oh, well, what difference does it make if you can have some... Hello, what? Whether you've got a little ghost hanging out the front of well, your house that's doesn't... like a green light. I suppose you could still be... A... Anyway, you let's hope everything... You have you? Let's hope everything... Got... Well, I have actually, and I've just arrived at a place I don't really want to arrive at. Um, we're down the beach anyway, so no, they've done their pumpkins and all that sort of stuff, but um, enjoy it. You know, if you're well, in you that way, to... have I'm a I'm going to start off with a bit of a pox, because we know Monday's pox and rocks. It is but... pox and rocks, so right. I'm going to start off with a bit of a pox. Yeah. Those that are poo-pooing Halloween, because it's some sort of... They believe that it's well. It's an American rubbish. Now I'm not. A, I'm not. A, I'm like you. I'm not a big fan of the whole Halloween situ- Halloween situation. But if the if the kids want to get out and have that's, a bit of that's fun, why I'm with you, mate. Good luck. To, oh, I'm not going to be anti. So we're going we to stop anyone in Australia enjoying anything because it comes out of the states, are we? So ta-da NFL, ta-da NBA, <laughs> ta-da half the movies we watch, ta-da half the TV shows we watch. Well, a few... Get rid of them all because they come out of America well, on, on that basis. I, I, I are, you not, with, are you with me? I could not be with you anymore. With me. But the, the, uh, I just don't know why people no, – It's uh, just nonsense. Because – well, maybe even it's not because it's American. Some of them think – some of them people just, just don't like it, which is – okay, well, fair enough, but don't – don't poo-poo it for those ah, who want to let do the it. kids have some fun. Uh, by the way, as Keith said, it is Pox Rocks Monday. We've got a heap of people going to speak to today. Oh, yes. So we're going to be on a very strict uh, sort Let's of time. Let's get into the Pox Rocks. Here's the, here is what we do know. Mm. Uh, there are 20 – how many horses are Three. there in the Melbourne Cup? 23. 23 I think there was one could, that got the guy. Point of been scratched. Yes. And there's uh, a chance there might be another one. Oh. I'll read out in a moment. At the moment, there are 23 horses left in the Melbourne Cup. Mm-hmm. To that end – Yep. The first 23 callers with a good pox or rocks. You've got to have a good pox no, or rocks. We just give it to them. You get a horse in our run home super sweep. We're going to be very generous on the criteria, on the uh, classification of whether it's good or pox. Don't just ring up and say, I want a horse, is what no, I'm saying. No. Ring up and have something. You know, yeah. even if you just want to pump up that kid that made 100 Victoria mm. or, 
you're back to winner on Derby Day, whatever it is. Just give give yourself a pump up. If it's a really good rocks or pox, then we'll, you'll do it with our enthusiasm. And Gazi might even try and pick out a good one. Now, look, I have the ball. It's on camera here. No, no, so no. It's all legit. It's, it's all so legit. You'll see it, those that are uh, streaming. Are we streaming? We should, because this would be a horror. More people would watch us than watch the Derby on Saturday on Channel 10. Wasn't that interesting? That's stinky. Channel the 7 outrating Channel 10. So the wow. Channel 7 is covering the Sydney races. Not even mentioning the Melbourne races. Do not even mention in it. In a promo perspective. On a national basis, got more viewers than Channel 10. Breaking news from Paul Tattnall Twitter. Breaking interpretation presented lameness in the near four and off hind. Oh, no. According to Racing Victoria Vets, will need a further inspection to race in the Melbourne Cup. Luna Flair, who I've got running a place in my one, two, three, also presented lame. Will need mm. further inspection. Who got uh, winning? Again? All other twenty-one horses pass fit to race. So uh, there is now a query on in- mm. interpretation uh, and Luna Flair interpretation uh, jumping from barrier six for the Ma Eustace team. And Luna Flair, Graham Begg's first runner in a Melbourne Cup, uh, Barrier 12, would go in one of those sort of mid-level chances mm, to win yep, the race. Yep, yep. Now, who, so, are you, who are you backing again, Keith? I'm tipping, and I'm quite confident about this. Mm. Vow and Declare a win at second Melbourne Vow Cup. Vow and Declare a win at second Melbourne Cup. And, yeah. and just on just a hunch, or is no, there well, not a bit more of science to this? No, you think you know what you're talking about, don't you? But you don't really. Well, just tell us what you think you're knowing about. Well, it's it's got 54, and it's, it's going to carry 54 for the first time in, in a long time. It'll run the trip. It's The only problem is if it rains. I, I don't think it handles. Well, it's going to rain. Well, it depends. Hang on. It might hail well, and it, snow. Yeah, but we, when is it going to rain? Well, that's... But, so this is what I'm saying. If the rain, if the track gets badly affected by mm. rain, then you can just about put a line through it, I suspect. But if, if it stays like this and the rain holds off... Still pretty heavy, I'd imagine. No, the track will, no, the track was soft seven on uh, Saturday. It'll be better. It'll be better tomorrow than it was on Saturday. A bit of rain yesterday, though, wasn't it? Wasn't there? too much. Okay, wasn't enough to seriously affect the track. I don't okay, think. I'll take your word for but, it. But um, I can't admit it's running. Going back and have a look at it's running the Caulfield Cup. Yeah, three and four wide the whole trip, mm-hmm. and was getting to the line strongly. Mm-hmm. It'll run the trip. We know that it drops to fifty four. One with fifty four and a half. Oh, it's a drawn barrier four. Oh, I think it gets the run of the race, and yeah. uh, you know that it'll be uh, it'll be there, as they say, when the whips are cracking. <laughs> That's there true. you go. It'll well, beat. Well, in your it'll opinion. beat Luna Flair and uh, Dover Legend will run third. There's a trifecta for you right there. But uh, now Flair. there's some issues with Luna Flair apparently. So. Um, oh, anyway, that's that. Have you got it? Are you going to give us one before the day's done? Uh, I will. Right, good. Carl is in. Here we go. Here 20, we go. Twenty-four. Oh, so do I get rid of Luna Flair out of the um, out of my bowl or not? No, no, it's still in. Still in. Still okay. in. So if you get it, you're going to have to sort of hope it pulls up okay tomorrow morning. Okay, uh, cool. There is eighteen holes of golf at Club Mandalay for you and a friend. There's a CB Co. twenty-four uh, can carton of draft. There's a Signet Boost Power Bank. Oh. And I reckon we can chuck Millsy's coming on. I reckon Millsy will give us one of his books to give away. Signed. Robert Mill, uh, R- Rob Mills will give us one. Mm. Robert. I can't believe I called him Robert. Rob, Rob Mills will give his us. Full name. It probably is, but no one calls him Robert. But you went wrong. Putting on a show. I reckon Millsy will give us one of his books to chuck in there. Yep. And we might even see if we can find something else. Do a, he'll do a personal concert for someone, would he? No, I don't think he'll do that. He won't do that? It, but he can sign the book. Yeah, that's good. Geez, a lot. Now, Julio wants. Take me <laughs> to the air. We'll send that bloke around. He's looking for a gig. Oh, who's that bloke? He'll come around and do a song and dance for you. Oh, okay, I thought you thought Dragon. 
No. They didn't Dragon Dragon Song. That was that Dragon thing. Song. Yeah. I don't think that. Yeah, I think was... the lead singer's actually passed away. I think he may have. Brother. The mm. brothers were in the band. Yes. Uh, it is the run home for Robot Building Supplies. Robot's got it. Berwick BMW, pre-owned vehicles ready for immediate delivery. Uh, it is the tradies hour. Frey Scudder's Australian made built to last. And there's a lot of people who want to have a crack at pox and rocks. And uh, dr- you, with you dragging out a horse for them. Correct. In our time on it, run home Melbourne Cup sweep. Craig is first cab off the rank. He's in Leopold. And uh, it is a great joy to have you on the show, Craig. Yeah, hi, boys. Uh, yeah, I've, I've got a rock. Uh, for yesterday, I, I watched the basketball for the first time in a while. Yes. On our beach and the coverage and the standard of the basketball, geez, it's fantastic. Wasn't it fantastic? fantastic. You Spot on, Craig. And what a weekend we had, Andy. We had two uh, overtime games. One um, was in double overtime. Then we had a game where Sydney beat Cairns at the buzzer. And then uh, South East Melbourne Phoenix in overtime yesterday. Now, we did have a, Craig, we did have a bit of a blowout the game before that when uh, Andy Mars, Jack Jumpers, oh, yeah, got eviscerated. 31, yep. I think they lost by. It was a terrible It was the 90s into the 60s. So, but, uh, Craig, for that wonderful observation, uh, did you have anything else from uh, you wanted do. to say? That'll Craig? do. Give Craig a horse. Is Craig with us? No, or not? Yep. All our good boys. Give yeah, him all. Craig, well what, what's Craig got? Well, you're going to be on uh, Jockey is Craig Williams, so there's Just a bit of an omen. Horse, is that not an omen, though? Craig is called up. The first one I've pulled out is Jockey Craig Williams. Outstanding. Uh, Gate, you must. this must be some sort of chance. Who your mal? <laughs> is that how you say it? Who your mal? Yeah, one of the uh, international visitors. Who your mal? It's got good form around Hang the phone. trained by Gay Waterhouse yeah, I think it's and got Adrian some good f- Bott. Yeah, yeah, the, the Waterhouse Bot team. Well, they, I think it's got good form around the favourite, hasn't they're it? They're Australians, aren't they? What do you mean, international? Well, now's not the time to explain this okay. all to you, but uh, right. it's one of the international horses. Okay. It's out here running the Melbourne Cup. It's been put into the hands of local trainers. Right. And we wish you and Connections, Craig, now you are a connection, all the very best. Carl's... That's spooky. That's Halloween-like. Halloween? Craig gets a horse oh, that is trained by Craig. Uh, Carl's in Canterbury. All right. Oh, jeez. Carl, welcome to the program. Uh, Pox Rocks, what do you got for us, mate? i got two Roxes, very quickly. Lovely. Uh, good that there's going to be a full full crowd there tomorrow. Yeah, um, well, I reckon a few and, people might stay home. Oh. Well, yeah. Yeah, there'll still be a fair few there, though. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Let's the, talk it up, Carl. Yeah, you and me. Well, the, the second rocks I have is just that, stupidly, about 18 months ago, I decided to take an interest in a couple of horses during yep. COVID, mm-hmm. and, and actually three different horses, and two of them have already won. So that's a rock. Well, that's Carl, not stupid. that is an outstanding that's, return on mm. uh, a belated investment. Mm. Give Carl another horse and see whether his luck continues to run an outcome sweep. Well, you've picked up a horse. The jockey is Dean Yendel, and the, uh, the horse's name is number 20, Charlie Rose. Bang. <laughs> what does 22 in the brackets next to it that's mean? It's barrier. Barrier 22, barrier. number 20, Charlie Rose. Currently paying $91. No, 101 at the well, TAB. Well, there you go. According to this no little problem. thing that I pulled out. No problems. Uh, well done, dear. Ruffy, I'd call that. Oh, that is definitely a ruffy. Justin's in Warrandyte. Pox Rocks, what do you got for us, Justin? Oh. J-Dog. Jazzy. Jazzy, yeah. you there, mate? Oh, it's Jackson. Sorry. Ah, oh, Justin Jackson, uh, Jackson. You that's know, why there's the pause. Well, that's he. Justin. Uh, do you know we were same, talking to him? The same, I guess. Sorry, Jackson. Apologies for that, mate. That's all right. That's all right. My first um, is a rock. Uh, seeing Frosty get up onto 
the top 10 this weekend in the V8. I love that. Yeah, Winterbottom, of course, we're mm. talking about. That's that's yeah. what we're talking about here, Keith. Yeah, Mark yeah. Winterbottom. Excellent. Uh, and the Pox is Erebus uh, racing team, classic Erebus. Getting a bit cranky about another penalty handed down to them. Uh, is that the Daniel Ricciardo you know, one you're talking that. about? No. Is that, that's not what he's talking about. No, mate. What's he talking no, about? He's talking about the supercars. Well, you know Daniel Ricciardo. Well, well, he got a 10-second violation. Yeah, Jackson's talking about the Erebus team in the supercars. Right, okay, gotcha. Yep, yep. yep. Okay. Uh, but you can talk about your Daniel Ricciardo stuff later. That's a rocks. Before you do any of that, can you please give Jackson oh, a horse? I would. Uh, Jacko, uh, you've got uh, jockey. William Buick is the uh, He's jockey. the international jockey. Well, he's on without a fight. It's barrier 18, number six, without a fight. Good luck. Trainer, right. Simon and Ed Crisford. Right in the market. One of the favourite. Probably about the 11 bucks. third or fourth line of betting. I reckon, 11 bucks on the TAB uh, little docket that I've got here. Thank so you very much. So happy days. All the best. Roop's in uh, before we get to the break, because uh, we've got to be at the break at 16 past three. We're very close. Uh, Roop, good afternoon to you. Hey, boys. How First are you, man? Long time. Hey, Rupi. Oh, We're better for your company, brother. <laughs> now, I've got, oh, I had a couple of pox, but um, after hearing Gazy saying, what's the number in the brackets? I've got another pox, so <laughs> that's one of them. Yep, yes. good man. Yes. Um, the first is um, obviously the Rue Girls um, drawing with the pigs. Um, that was top four down the drain, which we saw the name. But anyway, they did well. Oh, no, in the AF, in the women's footy, quite hear no, that. no, no, it was an outstanding performance. In fact, it was one of my rocks that mm. game. That whole everything about what happened at Arden Street yesterday, the but, draw, but for North, yeah, well, North Melbourne mm. had a chance to finish top four if they won by about three goals going in. But Richmond knew what was on the line, and Jan Lowther's going to join us, the coach of the Cats, who have been remarkable this season in a moment. But they were hanging on every every four a forward from both sides, so. Oh, no, there's all sorts yeah. of stuff hanging on that one, Roop. And in the end, it was a completely mm. compelling game of footy uh, at Arden Street. Who's Roop got in the Melbourne Cup, Keith? Well, I would have liked to heard, hear more a bit from what Roop had to you say. You couldn't understand had, a word he was saying. I thought he had a bit more there. Uh, he's got uh, Arapaho. Arapaho, you reckon? Arapaho. Mm. Uh, barrier 19, what horse you, number 16. Call? What did you say it was? Arapaho. 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 That's the one. Roop. $101. So probably a... Good luck. A roughy. Good luck. But you know what? Mm. 80 Browns horse won at 100 to 1, didn't it? A couple of years ago. It did. Prince of Penzance. So stranger things have happened. The run home for robot building supplies. Robots got it. Berwick BMW. Pre-owned vehicles ready for immediate delivery. Neil Phillips and his cracking team down there. It is the tradies out for race. Gutters Australia made built to last more calls for the sweep. After this, Dan Lather about to join us. Remarkable story: the Geelong AFLW team in 2000, or the second part, the second season in 2022. We'll get to him in a moment. Uh, oh. More of your calls, Pox Rocks, uh, and all of these horses in the sweep to give away uh, throughout the show. We've got two more calls before we get to Dan. Scotty in Keelor Downs is one of them. Scotty, welcome to the program, mate. Good afternoon, gentlemen. How are we going? Very, Very good, thanks, thanks Scotty. That's good to hear. Um, I've got one of each. I've got a good one. It's the, um, someone's already talked about the AFOW. Yep. Um, one game yesterday. It was a great game to watch. Good on you. And the, other, and the bad one is um, with the, the World Cup cricket. I'm watching on KO, so, you know. Mm-hmm. There's no Australian commentators on it. Oh. Maybe they're taking the international I have feed. Never heard, I haven't, I yeah, I haven't heard of one Australian 
um, commentated on that. Only on Channel 9 when they what, no, show it, but not on Kayo. I think sometimes, I know with in the basketball situation it was the same. Uh, we were doing the international broadcast, so I think that they might be taking the international broadcast. Give Scotty a horse to cheer him up off the second well, part of the rock. Scotty, it's, uh, you've got a horse. It's um, Now, I'm going to say it's uh, Darquinian... Uh, Daquian Sweet Junior. That'll do. The New Zealand. Daquian Sweet yeah. Junior. Beautiful. No worry. New Daniel Zealand Moore yep, is go. the uh, jockey. Philip Stokes is the trainer, and it's fifty-one dollars. Nice work from you, uh, Gazy, and well done, That's Scotty. A nice. Richard's blue in blue and yellow stripe. Richard's in South Caulfield. Uh, welcome, Richard. Uh, hello, gents. Happy Monday to you both, and to you. Um. Now, I've got I've got a uh, a rock and a pox. Talk I first to us. got a, a rocks for you two gentlemen mm-hmm. for calling out the woke fun police that have an issue with Halloween and the <laughs> and so-called US culture. Since when's it a crime just to have fun? Don't know what no. woke's got to do with it, but anyway, far away, Rich. Are you a pox? Yeah, I've got a, I've got a. Yes, what's the pox? Yeah, I, I've got a. I've got another. I've got a pox for Hutchie for yes. not letting you boys have the Monday off today, so you can have an extra long weekend. <laughs> That's a, a cool good. Can you I give Richard you. two horses? I've pulled one out here, and I reckon it's all right. Luna Flair. Yeah, well, it's she's got barrier a... twelve. Yeah. Michael D. Graham Begg, the trainer, seventeen. It's just a little problem. We've just detected she's a bit lame uh, in her work this oh. morning, so she'll have to pass the fitness test tomorrow morning. But uh, all things being equal, mm. she goes in with a real chance. Uh, Geelong going with a real chance. Their chance looked on various occasions yesterday at Arden Street in a game they weren't even competing in. A variously better uh, at times every single time North Melbourne hit the front. It was one of those games of footy. In the end, they qualify for their first finals campaign ever. They come off a one-win season uh, in the previous AFLW season. Not only that, the footy they're playing right now makes them a very dangerous football team to contend with. Daniel Lowther is the coach. And he's been good enough to join us, mate. Thanks for your time. Thanks, Amy, lads. Give us your uh, the range of emotions that uh, you are experiencing yesterday. I don't know whether you popped down to Arden Street to watch the game. I'm sure you would have been watching it from somewhere. What, what were you going through? I was actually at home watching the game. I thought I'd kill a couple of hours beforehand out in the yard just trying to um, you know, get myself set to watch the, um, the, the, the big one. But, um, oh, it was fine. I was just hoping for, a, obviously... Um, a North Melbourne win under a couple of goals would have been nice for us to to potentially slip into that top four position and give us another chance. But um, it was a hardly poor game, um, a really tight contest from start to finish, and, and Richard obviously was a, bit, a little bit too strong in the end. But um, yeah, it was. Uh, I didn't ride too many emotions. It would have been nice for the Kangas to get up, but we'll take uh, we'll take fifth spot coming from where we've come the last couple of years. Love it, Dan, and uh, oh, congratulations what you've been able to do this season. Always when you're inheriting a team that's only won one game, uh, to now be in the finals is a fantastic achievement. What uh, what do you put down to the turnaround? Is there something specific? I know there's, you're going to say there's a whole bunch of things, but what's the main reason, do you think, for the turnaround? Oh, mate, we just thought, when, I, when I came in, uh, into the, into the uh, program 18 months ago, there was just a few areas that we thought from a, a list perspective that needed to be changed and amended, and I reckon we've worked pretty hard over the last, um, you know, six to eight months to making a few changes on our list to try and uh, improve the, the strength of the overall team and play a game style and method that fits the, the strength sets of the group, which I think is really important. And it certainly has added, um, you know, uh, more power in the way we play the game. It's given us more flexibility around how we want to try and play football in different areas. Um, you know, last year, season six, we played a predominantly uh, contested game, long down the line, another contest, a bit, a bit too much of a rugby style, which... Um, mm. It isn't sustainable. 
play for, over a period of time. But, you know, new additions from, from other clubs, Shelley Scott, Michaela Bowen, Jackie Parry, just to name a few, um, have given us a bit more depth in the way we can play the game. And now we're playing with a midfield group that have been around the team for four or five years. So now they've connected and gelled really well. And, um, yeah, we're getting that inside-to-outside game and a bit more flow, which is really positive to watch. So you made, a, obviously, a, you know, a positional change. You've sent one player predominantly from defence into attack in, in, in and around all of those things that you've just spoken about, Dan. And you've got Chloe Shear, who is, you know, is a, such a valuable commodity in AFLW footy, a player who just knows how to kick a goal when she gets her chance. Did you know that you had this radical profile change in that group in terms of the, what they were producing on the scoreboard in the first half of the season compared to what you produced in the second half of the year? Yeah, I think we did, Andy. I think um, like we spent season six trying to put in place a, a platform for us to make these, these uh, changes in our game methods. So we spent a lot of time last season on our fundamental uh, work, you know, kick... Mark, it sounds silly to say that, um, but it's our efficiency with the ball wasn't good enough to play an outside running game that gets the ball inside 50 for our, our better players to potentially take, um, you know, make the most of those opportunities. So that was a good grounding uh, year, season six. So now that we've got um, our standards are better, our efficiency is better, um, we've got players in key areas that can, can really dominate uh, in that space now. We're just getting the ball to those players enough um, that we didn't have last season. So a lot of talk around Shelley. Scott going forward, um, you know, has changed our team. But I think it's just the fact that uh, every player in our team knows our system really well and, and the role that they play within that um, is, is more than just the one person. So Shelley certainly given us a, a huge kick, um, you know, option up forward. Sheary the same. But if we can't get the footy in our front half, which is a problem between rounds one and five, uh, we just weren't getting the ball inside 50 enough. But um, our, certainly our, our girls' efficiency and system understanding has now um, increased that, and I think I think we've gone from 22 points for the first four rounds to to 56 points for the last yeah. five rounds. So it's a significant shift. Well, it is, and you're the only second team ever, I believe, to get uh, over 100 with the performance uh, 102 you had, which is fantastic. But uh, the other thing is, and, and Andy, he's the expert when it comes to uh, all from the it, mate. Uh, expert, I'm, I'm, uh, all the <laughs> AFLW type action. No, but no. Uh, I. I Constantly hearing talking about Georgie Prasparkas, and apparently uh, she's copped a bit of an ankle injury as well. Have you got an update on her? Is she going to be okay? I think she'll be fine, mate. Uh, she um, she was dominating on the weekend. She's just gone from strength to strength, and she um, she got a really nice centre bounce clearance, and she took a bounce. I thought this could be goal of the year here, and um, <laughs> unfortunately, when she kicked it, she got tackled and and rolled her ankle as she landed. But um, the moon boot was just for a precaution. She's a bit sore. You would have done a fair. Yes. A fair few of these ankles, um, yep. in your time, mate, where you just snap the ankle around. And so she's got a few ligaments that are sore and she's a bit bruised up. But um, we're, we're very hopeful she'll be fine for the weekend. So she forms part of a powerful and dynamic midfield. It's just great to see Nina Morrison back, Dan, and playing footy free, free of fear, free of concern that she's going to break down again. Uh, she must be incredibly strong in the mind to be able to put behind her what she's gone through and continue to play the footy that she plays? Yeah, she's a beast, Andy. Like, she, she's just a student of the game, mate, and she loves her footy so much. Uh, you know, obviously, she's um, number one draft pick, come with a lot of hopes for the club to to perform and do really well and big things early, and she did. Her first game, I think she had 20 odd possessions against Collingwood, um, was a standout player, and then to go down with two knees in the last uh, three years, um, to have that mental fortitude and resilience to to continue on and still want to be a part of a great club. And I think that's what you've seen. The, the club culture, the, the club itself, um, 
has supported her beautifully and she knows that and she's she's a big part of how the club operates and for her to play 25 games and, and to do well, mate, not just to be a, um, <laughs> yep. a player on the ground. He's just a, she's, a, she's a contributor and she's a big reason why we've, um, we've improved so much in the last um, last season. Mate, you've got a couple of fantastic leaders who share the same surname as well, Amy and Meg McDonald. And you've got a fan, you've got a beautifully balanced team at the moment. It looks like a team that's enjoying its footy together. You get the chance to play finals together for the first time Saturday night down there at Kidinia Park against North Melbourne. Let's hope we get a huge crowd down there to support the team. They've been magnificent representatives of the footy club this season. Dan, good luck. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks, guys. Anytime. Appreciate it. Thanks, Dan. Dan. Coach of the Geelong AFLW program, 7-10. Geelong host North in the elimination final down there at the Cattery. If you're a Geelong supporter in North, get down the highway and have a look at what promises to be a very competitive game. Yes, cracking game. It's a little bit of zip in that uh, newsreader. Certainly not stone cold. We miss her dearly, but... A little bit of pep in the uh, in the news reading department today. Oh. Uh, Adam uh, Adam Pont doing a magnificent job. The Pont of all knowledge. Well done, Ponty. There you go. Uh, Cole's in Gowanbrae. He's got a rocks or pox for us, and we'll be getting a racehorse. We're uh, about six or seven deep into our famous run home sweep. We've got to get to a break early because we're going to be speaking to Steve Demopoulos, who's the new minister for sport, tourism, and major events about this. Um, Remarkable decision today by the Victorian State rocks. Government to fill, oh, the, I call it a rocks, well, to fill the breaches that have uh, been left behind by uh, your friend Gina Reinhart. We'll get to that Don't in a moment. bring that up. Cole's in... It's got nothing... To, well, it's got It's got a lot to do with you. It's got nothing It's got a lot to, to do with you. Cole's in Gowan, Bray. Why, why are you such a flog? Rocks. Why, were you born that way? Rocks. Do you learn to become a top-rate flog? Rocks. Or do you just... Rocks. Just something that's in your DNA and I rocks, should excuse you for rocks it. Rocks or box, Cole. Right. <laughs> Rocks or Pox, Cole, what do you got? Oh, yeah, I've got Rocks, mate. Um, Al and Davey twins have nominated the Bombers. Oh, have they? For the draft. Oh, yeah. so are they, they're this year, aren't they? They're eligible this year? Uh, well, that is amazing. So There's a few um, father-sons running around reading just... Uh, Cole, Cole, what are they? Hang on, just before you get away from the Davey okay. boys. Yeah. Cole, are they? I haven't. I don't know much about. Them. We've been reading about them and for a long time. Are they? What? What sort of? Jaden's had a couple of knees. What sort of draft entry point are we talking about with these two kids? Do you know? Are they likely to be? Do you know where yeah, they're likely well, to the go? One, yeah, one's the, yeah, well, one's that's done his ACL. They reckon he's he could be you know in the the fifties or sixties, but the gun or the the yeah, better, yeah, oh, yeah. not the better one. Yeah, no, no, the, no, the, no, the yeah. one that's getting yeah. all the hype. Yep. Yeah. They reckon he'll be uh, the end of the first round, so they reckon it could be around the 18, 20 mark. So right. Okay. Well, he needs to be done. Well, let's hope the Blues. Uh, let's hope the Blues bid on him, so we force Essendon into paying. points. Yeah, points. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Has Cole got? A... So if you bid on him, and they, oh, what, what if? You, what if you do Don't playing a little Tom Fullery? Wish I'd... and then you end up with him. And you... <laughs> Sure, you're not going to be unhappy, though, if you did thought so. no, snag him. I wouldn't have thought so. No, not at all. Uh, Cole wants a horse, please. Uh, hey, Cole, happy days. You've got Knight's Order. Tim Clark's the jockey. Another Gay Wardhouse and uh, Adrian Bott. What? It's in the market. $21. It'll bowl along in front. And, it'll give you a, it'll it'll give give you a good run for a money. It'll give you a good sight. Don't you worry about that. Mm. Tradies out for Ace Gardens Australia may build to last. You're doing well with these horses. In, in regards to? The pronunciation, your information um, that you're providing. You're bringing a bit to the table, which is excellent by you. Well, do I declare it? It's coming off the uh, this uh, 
the internet type arrangement. No, you're doing well. Stick right. at it. Just claim it okay. and own it and uh, run strong. Okay, thank it's you. It's 23 minutes to four. We're going to talk about the Victorian State Government's decision to fill the breach left behind by Hancock Mining. Um on the other side of the break. Yes. Earlier today, the Victorian government announced a four-and-a-half-year deal to become the new sponsor of Netball Australia, which has been a bit of a hot potato. Well, not really a hot potato, but it's been the source of a fair bit of controversy in the last couple of weeks for all of the reasons that have been discussed on this show. There's been a void created off the back of uh, Hancock prospecting, uh, taking its money and uh, putting it elsewhere. Steve Demopoulos is the Minister for Sport, Tourism and major events would have been involved in the decision for Victoria to step in and fill that breach, and he's been good enough to join us on the show. Steve, thanks for your time. Thanks, Andy. This is a great day. We're really proud of this. So the, my understanding of these things, you know, the committee and the application and the framework and the decision-making and the red tape and all of it that, that organisations have to go through to, to get this sort of funding can be, I think I'm right in saying pretty onerous, but this one looks like it's been done pretty quickly, Steve. Was it, was it, unusual, was it unusually quick um, given the circumstances that Netball found themselves in? Oh, look, it was pretty quick, but we, we, we had to get in there quick, to be honest with you, because... They had, as uh, Kelly Ryan, the CEO of Netball Australia, was saying this morning at the press conference, they had people lining out the door, other, other state governments, uh, corporates. So we, uh, we had to move quick. And so we've, um, we've done a, a deal at a, at a high level uh, quickly, but on, on some pretty significant outcomes. And then we'll fill in the rest of the kind of content over the next uh, four and a half years. But, you know, Andy, if you think about it, we are the sports capital of the country. Yep. This is the most successful female sporting team in Australia, and the mm. number one number one world champions. Of course, we're going to make a match. Mm. You know, Victoria and and, and uh, the Diamonds, um, but it's more than just Diamonds. We've got a whole bunch of stuff in there: Suncorp, Super Netball Grand Final here next year. We've got a bunch of local um, outcomes for for participation for for right through to the Commonwealth Games, Regional Victoria. It's a superb uh, superb deal, and there's a, a range of other stuff there about. The Diamonds, the national team, being our ambassadors for a lot of our stuff around Victoria, like the tourism proposition. You've got, you've got the, the hot springs. And so using some of the extraordinary people that they are, the ambassadors, as ambassadors for, for tourism in Victoria. Mm. So it's not just more content, like more games being played here, uh, but actually some tourism stuff. Do you know what's really lovely, though? Liz, Liz Watson is the uh, captain. Um, she was there this morning, the captain of the uh, our national team, the yes. Diamonds. She said, so we're, yeah, so we're, she, she's amazing. And we're at this facility, uh, the netball, State Netball Centre, State Netball Hockey Centre. She played there as a 10-year-old. Mm. Um, that was her, her training and, and game day kind of facility. And now she is the captain of the national professional women's team. So the, the concept of you can't be what you can't see, yep. thousands of young girls around Victoria uh, will have more access to these stars in Victoria for the next four and a half years. Hey, Steve, uh, congratulations. I think this, this goes into a whole suite of sporting uh, investments that the state government uh, makes. How is it, you, you spoke about some of the things that were there. I was just trying to get my head around when you think of the national competition, is it going to be like it is now, say, with the AFL, where for the next five seasons, I think it is, uh, is the grand final going to be here in Victoria, regardless of who's in it? So interesting you say. So, so there's a couple of things. The international focus is we've got international tests 
in Victoria through this deal. Yeah, yeah. Next year, 2024, 2025 and 2026. In fact, we've got two in 2025. Yeah. We've got the Premier League, the Nepal Premier League, the Suncorp uh, Super Nepal, as you know. Uh, we've got the grand final for that next year here. Um, and regardless of who's in the team, regardless of who's playing. So if there's two interstate teams, mm. we still play the final That's right. here. That's right. Okay. Spot on. Mm. But I can't see a super, a super, Suncorp Super Nipple without the Dixon's or Magpies. In the <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, of course. Right. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Mm. We'll see. Steve, we'll see. Uh, yep. look at it, guys. Sorry. It's, like I was going to say, it is like we are literally, um, we beat the other states. We should be happy about this. It's an amazing achievement. It's the most, uh, sort of the, the best professional sporting team for women in the country. But blokes play as well. I played in mixed netball, actually. Of course. Yeah, no, no, uh, no, no, no. ages ago. Mm. Yeah. No, we're thrilled, we're thrilled so, about it as sports oh, fans. No, no, we, we, we're absolutely, we, love, we love our elite sport in Ste- Victoria. I so guess, no Steve, though, if I was to uh, reflect some of the feedback we get off, we've got a little uh, temper text machine here, which is um, provides some feedback. I, I guess a lot of people now are, are suggesting that, um, that the, the timing of this with election coming up and also the fact that that, uh, well, can we really afford this? Now, like I said, this would be probably a drop in the ocean compared to what you're investing in total for sports and tourism and those types of things. But do you have a response to those that are questioning the economics of this decision and the timing? Yeah. Spot on two things. This will bring in so much more than we actually outlay, so much more than, than, the, uh, than the outlay, both in terms of visitors coming from interstate, from around the world for these international tests, Every hospitality business. I mean, you know the last, the last, uh, and the marketing opportunities for Melbourne, all the perimeter marketing, marketing on the on the uh, court mm-hmm. around the court. Yep. The last Super uh, Nepal Grand Final, 180,000 people watching it. For example, uh, 15,000 piled into the arena in Perth. This is just one of the games over the next four and a half years. This is going to bring in far more. We always do this. We always provide the value through Visit Victoria. We do the economic numbers, and it's always beneficial for for the taxpayer. On the on the five minutes of the election stuff, we were standing today. We made the announcement with the Premier and uh, Nepal Australia and Liz, the captain, in a facility, sixty-four million dollar facility, State Nepal Centre, that we completed two years ago. Mm. So how do you say that's not, no, no, we're near the election. So mm. we, we've always got a commitment to netball. We've got a commitment to sport. This place is pumping. This place is pumping. People love their sports in, in Victoria. Um, we've just had the, uh, or in the middle of the T20 cricket, um, and not just sports. Last night, Dua Lipa at the Palais, you know, the night before, the Leon in Madura, cultural and sporting capital. Um, there is no better place to be in the racing carnival. Like, we uh we've just balanced the books on the uh, on the netball stuff, and we're really proud of it. Steve, is there an element of this fifteen million that finds its way down to junior development and grassroots netball? Hundred percent. So there's a the part of this uh, this package with Netball Australia is to make the diamonds uh, to, uh, to free up some of the time with the diamonds uh, to go and do some work with us. Uh, in communities around regional Victoria, including First Nations, uh, young mm-hmm. women, yep. uh, women from cultural and linguistically diverse backgrounds, that kind of stuff, as well as do the tourism. So they'll, they'll be, they're such a respected team, guys, and to have them as ambassadors for social outcomes, but also for economic and tourism outcomes, uh, we're, just, we're just really chuffed that we snared them when others were um, a, bit too, a bit too slow. And it, but it, to, to last one from me, just to Gazy's mm. question a couple of minutes ago, it does play pretty well to your political base, doesn't it? I mean, a lot of what the Victorian state, this current Victorian state government stands for, it runs contrary to 
a lot of the views held by you know those who previously momentarily at least had the sponsorship rights for the diamonds it, it does play politically to um, the Victorian state Labor Party's base pretty pretty comfortably. I, I, yeah, look, can I just say, the base is um, we fill the calendar because uh, in the state, we fill it with sporting events that the world wants to come and see. Yeah. Uh, we fill it with, uh, with uh, an equitable agenda so women should get the same opportunity to play at a professional level. No we've doubt. done that around Victoria with sports grounds. AFL, we've done that with... Like I was at Western Bulldogs the other day at um, St Kilda Football Club facilities at Icon Park in Carlton that are just preeminent for women and men now. Mm. That's because a big part of that is our investment as well. Yeah, so it does. Our values are equal participation. Our values are First Nations should be respected. Our values are sport is just the the kind of economic and cultural drumbeat of Victoria. Yeah, so I suppose it plays to all that. But also got to say, respecting Netball Australia today, they were. Um, Kelly was really good about how she reflected on the previous sponsors. She said, look, you know, we left on good terms and, um, you know, this is not a replacement deal. This is a very different deal. And the, the journalist said, well, why is it different? She said, well, because Victoria, the government here was interested in content and really developing the content and getting more games and more content. And I suppose, guys, that's in the end, that's what drives us, getting content here so more of our kids can see themselves in the future playing professional netball more people visit the the place from uh, and spend spend in our economy, spend in our shops while they're here in our restaurants and our hotels. That's all wrapped up in this deal, so we're really chuffed. Yes, mm. if it plays well, good, that's great, but that wasn't the motivator. Okay, Steve. Uh, whichever way you look at it, from a sporting perspective, it's a fantastic get for Victoria. Does it have bipartisan but- support? Just quickly. I, you know, I don't. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I did cheekily uh, retweet. Um, a, a uh, tweet that uh, with with a comment on it that Michael O'Brien, former opposition leader, had tweeted basically having a go at the Netball Australia for dropping the deal, the previous deal, and saying, "Well, what are you going to do now?" And uh-huh. I responded, "Well, we fixed it." Yeah, there you uh, go. But that that was a bit cheeky <laughs> of me. But I don't know what the, their response is. I right. know oh, Mick. Well, Mick loves his sport. He's a big mm. Carlton man, and he loves sports, so he'll be um, he'll be absolutely in lockstep with the with the state government for the decision today. I've got no doubt about that. Steve, well, nice. Steve, congratulations. Uh, the people will argue the edges and all the re- all the bits and pieces, but it's in the right place. It's in the right state. It's in the right city, um, and it's got enormous support uh, in Victoria. And we look forward to covering uh, Thanks, all of the big games for the next four and a half years. Thanks for joining us on the show. Thanks for the time, guys. Thank Good on you. you. Steve, Thanks, Steve. Steve Dimopoulos, Minister for Sport, Tourism and Major Events. The great Rob Mills is going to join us after the 4 o'clock news. Mm. We're just watching, in amongst a whole lot of stuff here, the WBBL game uh, going on in Ballarat, and they've just been forced off the ground uh, because of rain that has hit Ballarat. Keith, I'm getting – it's getting me – it's starting to get me down. I've looked at the bomb now, and there is just You're not allowed rain. to call it the bomb? I am allowed to call it the bomb. No, no, no. They've, no, they've okay. actually apologised for calling it the bomb. No, I'm, the, I'm calling it the bomb. Uh, the oh, rain is sweeping in from Renmark all the way down past over one faggy down towards Queenstown and about to hit Hobart. There is just this sweeping band from hey, the northwest to, to the southeast. I don't I'm mean ju- to be the prophet of doom and gloom, but according to the Bureau of Meteorology, the bomb. The Bureau, Bureau Just say the bomb, mate. Don't worry about Bureau it. Bureau of bomb. Meteorology. This is in play for the next four or five months. It's 
It's an unfortunate, sad situation. and, and uh, I don't want the weather to get me down, but it's... We're still thinking of all those that are dealing with these ridiculous floods. No, we are. Stay strong, everyone, please. Uh, it's great to have you with us this Monday afternoon. Cup day tomorrow, of course. The track boys will be in Huge. from midday all the way through till 6 doing the job. We'll be back Wednesday, then they take over again on Thursday, then we'll be back Friday, just in case you're planning your week around us. That's what's going on. Mm. Uh, so good luck to you. Uh, we've still got a heap of horses to oh, give away. that's fantastic. Thank you, Blighty. There's We've still got heaps of horses Dozens. to give away in the time-honoured run-home Melbourne mm. Cup sweep. Uh, so we'll get to that uh, in a moment. But uh, one of Australia's great friends, he's a friend of this country, uh, and we are lucky to have him as one of our very own. Mm. Uh, his name is Rob Mills. He's here thanks to Brumby's Bakery, proudly supporting Movember and Men's Health. He lights up our lives with everything he does on uh, the theatre stages of Australia and the world and on television, of course. But he's done something. I don't know how he's found time to do this, but he's written a book. And I know much about this book. I know you've been trying to write this book for quite some time, Millsy, but I want to read it. It's called Putting on a Show, Manhood Mates and Mental Health. Mm-hmm. He's going to tell us all about it. And it's lovely to see you. And I can't believe you're upright and awake. Uh, welcome. <laughs> it's been, it's been Thanks. A, that's right. It's been a big couple of months uh, recording the audio book, doing eight shows a week. Uh, and then over the weekend, out at Derby Day, working for, for the 10 Network, doing all the fashion stuff as well. It's been hectic. We finished Hairspray last night. Well done. Oh, how, long that, how long did that run for? Uh, three months. So yeah. a successful three-month run. The show goes to Adelaide next and then on to, to Sydney. But Why I've, don't you go to Adelaide? I've jumped ship, uh, Gazy. Uh, there might be a – look, this is a little exclusive. Right. <laughs> uh, I'm not. I can't say. Actually, I can't say. I can't. <laughs> I'm doing. I'm doing another. And I've got another gig next year. Stage show type uh, arrangement. Let's say that. Yep. Stage really? show. So when does the next gig next year start? Very early in the year. When mm. will Let's we? Will it start here in Melbourne, or will it, it start will, somewhere else? It might start uh, with the uh, with three at the front of the postcard. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Um, International type uh, <laughs> show coming to Australia. The biggest thing that's ever been here. Love Just it. before we talk about the book, yeah. how long have and this sort of goes into the book, I reckon, a bit. And I wonder whether there's a theme in the book about you do your, you do idle and, you know, you, you get earmarked and you sign management and you record think, deals, yeah, you, yeah. Where's yeah. it going to go next? And then there's a lull in – and then the world catches up to you and realises you're a star yeah. and the rest is history. But um, how did you go from, okay, now the world, world's moister to why isn't anyone ringing? What's oh, going mate, on? Here? It was huge. The sort of the roller coaster that is your sort of life, especially in entertainment. You, um, or well, we are professional auditioners. We're always getting knockbacks <laughs> and getting no's. But um, yeah, the, the the massive spike, getting a record deal, uh, getting management, and then doing a national tour, and then nothing. Mm. I went back to labouring for a good mm. couple of years there. Um, my, my mates are up on the scaffold, like shooting nail guns at me. I, I talk about it in the book, yelling at me, Hey, Millsy, who sings that song? Yeah. I go, uh, Rob Thomas. They go, Well, let him sing it. <laughs> cool, cool. Like, that's the sort of gear that I'm, I'm, you know, I'm still hanging out with those sort of blokes these days, which is good to, keep, to definitely keep me grounded. Yeah. But yeah, and then it's finding that sort of true purpose, trying, mm. trying to find that thing. And for me, it was um, getting into musical theatre, um, which I, I, I never thought that was actually something that I could do. Mm. But it's it's the equivalent of the footy team thing for me. So I grew up playing footy, baseball, cricket, and I love being part of the team. Mm. I don't want to be the the star. I don't want to be a, in a single sport mm. entity kind of thing. I, I like being the back flanker who just, you know, <laughs> comes on, gets a few touches. That yeah. does, does my bit. This the, the show I just did playing Corny Collins in Hairspray was literally that. I just come on, a few touches, a few hardball gets, kick a few goals. <laughs> All right, done. <laughs> I love it. And, and by all reports, you did it magnificently well. Thanks, mate. Which is great. Uh, but what then uh, did, motivated you? Have you had a personal experience, whether it was COVID, whatever it may be, what was the motivation behind For the putting this book together? So 
during COVID, along with I'm sure mm. thousands of other Australians, so I lost a few friends um, not to COVID but to fucking cancer. Yep. So um, yep. and couldn't get to the funeral. Of course, couldn't get to the funerals. Um, watching watching the services on Zoom is just not not great. Very good. Um, going out afterwards as soon as the lockdowns are open and catching up with mates and having a few beers and then realizing, oh, the beer and the alcohol is actually making me feel worse. I haven't actually dealt with the grief. So I wrote an article about it, sort of my relationship with alcohol and the grief period. And it just really resounded with a lot of blokes after it was published in the age and the Sydney morning Herald and a publisher reached out and just said, this is really good writing. What would you want to do more of this sort of Mm. writing on a bloke's perspective? I said, actually, I've been looking at identity uh, for quite a while about Australia, but look, let's let's just make it a bit more smaller, and I'll talk about from my my own perspective. Maybe I can talk about the things I've learned from my grandfather, from my father. What are the what are the things? Who are the archetypes mm. that that we used to look upon? It's like the beach blonde, uh, yeah, yeah, Bondi yeah, surfer yeah. bloke. Yeah, There's yeah, the yeah. Jackie Howe wearing sheep shearer, sheep shearing bloke. I, yeah. I don't identify with e- either of those guys. So who are these archetypes now? Who are who is the Aussie man? Um, so I I spent. Uh, a good like six months, 12 months interviewing all these incredible people that I've met along the way or people that I found really interesting. Um, and it's, it's all those interviews and me reflecting on those interviews with my own life as well. So what, what have you come to understand about what the Blokes. Aussie man is and what, a, what it is to be a bloke in Australia in well, 2022? I'll, I'll generalize because- Yeah, of course, because there's many. Yeah, yeah we're, so, we're super diverse yeah. um, in this country, which is fantastic. We are not just the Caucasian white sheep shearing bloke that I was talking yeah. about before. We're super diverse in our cultures and um, in our sexuality, which is fantastic as well. Um, the thing I found though is we don't want to be bird. We don't want to burden others. Blokes mm. don't talk about their stuff. So they don't- it takes a long time to build up trust yep. for us to be able to talk about stuff. Um, and once we get there, we even still, we still don't want to tell the, tell our mm. mates or our partners or our family because we don't want to burden them. Someone's always got it worse off than us. We don't introspect. Um, Zach Seidler, who's um, the head psych at Movember, um, he said in one study when asked about what it is to be a man or what is masculinity – Nine out of ten blokes wrote my penis. <laughs> like just right. There's no and, and I think a couple more wrote and my balls. Like, yeah. like there's no Anyone just, draw pictures. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, um yeah. Th- there's just a lack of introspection happening. Yeah. Um Tommy Harkin, who I talk talk to in the book, he uh, runs workshops for young kids through high schools and um big corporate stuff as well. And he said the amount of blokes that he speaks to just says, I've never sat in a room with other blokes and talked mm. about stuff. Never. Yeah. We're talking about 50 and 60 year old blokes. Yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. It, is, mm. it is happening. Social change is happening. Younger kids are doing it more often. But yeah. Can you imagine that? There's no. generations well, of blokes that have never yeah. even sat well, down to think yeah. about how they feel. No, I can well, actually. Yeah. Oh. No, I, so no, to, I want you to keep going here. Go, but we, we can keep. This is mm. what we get. Our, no, our, I reckon absolutely. a large percentage of our audience is probably, yeah. you know, the top that you're talking about, but keep going. No, well, well, you talk about that, and 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 this is not in a salacious way, I don't believe. But in the book, you actually talk about penis size and male baldness, and yeah, yeah. And how? Just overview. How does that come into it, into our beings of what we are? I wanted to know. Like, I asked mm. the sexologist George Grace, who was fantastic. It's a really good chat in the book, mm. um, talking about um, penis size. Is it does it does it actually matter? Are we good lovers in Australia? And does penis size matter? She said, absolutely not. What what matters is the is the communication that you have. We're, we're a really conservative kind of bunch here in Australia as far as sexually. We're not very sexually liberal. Um, and I want to try and break down that stigma, try and yeah. break down the taboo. You know, you should be able to talk to your partner about stuff. I don't mm. mean you go tell your mates about what you're doing, but you should be having those conversations with your partner, especially around young people talking around around consent, what they're after, yeah, what they're course. not after. 
like it's a really hot topic at the moment, um, especially with the case that's uh, just been yes, uh, just yep, been adjourned. Yep, yep. Um, so yeah, there's that. Also, male pattern baldness is always sort of seen as a, a weakness kind of thing as well, which I which I don't understand in this country, <laughs> considering one in two, one in one in five <laughs> will, will start going bald um, before around about twenty. Yeah, yeah. But by fifty, it's one in two. Yep. It's half the population of men. So yeah, it's right. Yep. It's it's really not not a thing. It's not an issue. Mm. So, or you can you know try and hang in there. Go take yourself to Turkey and get the job done, or go so get some or So you oh. say it's not an issue, She's and it, it, it has never been for me. Like I've had, I've had people, I've had parents of mates of mine who have watched me, you know, do mm. stuff in my work, right? You know, mm. and I've had a couple of my mates' dad say, "Geez." You know, you're going to be bald, mate. Like, have they done the yeah. old Richie Benno? If you ain't got the lux, you ain't on the box. That's right. And they said, Geez, "You're going to do something about that." Like, you might. It might be the. It might be mm. the thing that sees you keep or lose your job on talent. I'm like, ah, if they, if that's the reason I lose it, so be it. You know, like it's never. No, it's just not a thing anymore. I mean, Richo's doing a great job on yeah. the box. Um, Sammy Hargrove's here. He's a, got a beautiful head, I reckon. <laughs> here at the end. <laughs> so we evolving. Is this what we? we is this what you're learning as, yeah. as part of the um, journey through speaking to people and understanding what you wanted this book to be? One of the best things is that we are learning, and social change, as I was saying before, does take time. Um, one of the things that I, I talked to and I spoke to a few of my friends, like Jamila Rizvi, um, Michelle Brazier, she's an up and coming um, comedian, very funny. She was talking about. Is it possible? Like, like we'll go back to sixties, seventies, right? Women were moving into men's traditional men's spaces, um, and yeah. what what didn't happen was men weren't moving into traditional women's spaces. And women, and I don't mean jobs and stuff. I mean actual spaces like mm. talking, feelings, like, and that has to happen. If yep. if, if the shift is going to happen one way, it also has to come the other way. And I know I'm asking a lot of women um, in this, but I'm asking if you're really good at it. Don't just yell at the bloke for not not knowing or not. Just give give us a hand. Mm. Um, but also, if you are a bloke who does it really well, help a mate. Help a mate. To, mm. Like have those conversations. Yeah. Not only can they help save a life, but they're really good for your kids to to see. Um, also, the other thing I found was being a good role model. It, it's so hard to just mm. look. I'm not a parent, but I see it in my brothers and my friends have got kids. Role modeling and be, having mentors outside of the family or like is so important for mm. for kids mm. for their for how they grow up. One of the biggest challenges that we all face, not just men, but yep. is the uh, the challenges of social media. Yep. Either trying to get your own identity and being validated with likes and oh, yeah. being appreciated or also being influenced by social media or in some of our cases being abused on <laughs> social media. Yeah. Uh, do you, is there something in the book that relates to that? Because right now, that, that to me is one of the biggest influences not just here in Australia but globally of what as communities we have to deal with it's it's the hardest mate we we with this what it does is it chimes into the worst parts of our personality it, mm. it, it goes towards that narcissism um, that we all have parts of but it mm. really dials it up mm. and then we have this fomo that you know this fear of missing out on everything instead of just mm. actually sitting with ourselves putting the phone down I, one of the reasons I actually wrote a book was when you're with a book, you just have to sit with yourself and your thoughts. That's it. Mm. There's no phone, no nothing. Mm. Like a book is a really good way to sit and just be with your thoughts. Mm. And I even like throughout the book, like I would say, write, write in the margins, drill, scribble over it. If you, if you like something, like just draw it out or, or you know, write it out. Like mm. it's having that time away from your phone and away from social media, it's, mate, oh, let's not even go into cancel culture and if you say the wrong thing. There's a few times in my editor mm. wanted to cut out a few things. I went, no, 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 we, we need to have this in here. It's mm. important to have these conversations. Yeah. It's important that 
even if it riles up a few people, at least it's look. It's not some of it's not fact. It's just opinion. But at least mm. let the people have their opinion, and then you can make your own. Mm. Who, who would you like to have read this book? Oh, look, women, men, young boys. I got a 22-year-old diesel mechanic reach out to me on Instagram a couple of days ago and just say, hey, Millsy, thank you so much for this book. I'm halfway through. I'm like, this is some of the stuff that I've been dealing with or some of the things I've been thinking about. It's so great that someone else is thinking the same thing and has actually put it down into, you know, into words on a, on a, in a book. Yeah, so yeah. that's the kind of guy I'm like, I didn't think I'd get to that guy, but they're the guys I was hoping to. The, the other one I'm trying to get to is, and I have been for years, is trying to get Macca from the footy club. Yes. Whoever you are, Macca. Yep. And you don't go to you don't go to training on Thursday because you've gone to the physio because your hammy's sore. But what I want to do is get to Macca, who goes to the psych on Thursday, on a Saturday. Hey, hey Macca, where, where were you? Where were you on Thursday night? I was just at the psych. Mm. Oh, great. Yeah. Everything mm. all right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Just talk through a few things. Actually, can we go have a beer? And I also want to run through a few things with you after this. I want to break down the stigma so it's he doesn't have to hide from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we don't yeah. have to hide from this. Yeah. You're not crazy if you go see a psych. Yeah, I see yeah. my psych once a month. It's so good. And how much better is it going to be? I, I put this to you. Yeah. You, you start the conversation we've had today about the um, you know, the, the life the bronze lifesaver and the sheep shearer in yeah. the shearing shed, right, with the flanny on. And how much better will it be if we broaden what a male role model looks like? If we have, instead of having two or three, from forty, so we've got fifty to choose from in front of us, and they're yeah. all, they're all equitable, they're all strong, they're all reachable, they're all attainable. Yeah, I think mate, I think that's the best thing, and you should, and at the same time, this shouldn't just be one or two mm. or three, just whatever works for you. Yeah, I think one of the things is, is great this year. Uh, I'm working on the races for Channel Ten. There's got the um, best on best best on field, the fashion yeah, fashions, fashions on, the field. on fields. So they're doing a best dressed and a best suited this year. So mm. it's not a best male and best female category. Yeah, yeah. Even that, I'm like, yep. this is a very conservative kind of you know mm. um, uh, group of people that have gone. You know what? Let's move with the times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I think is fantastic. Yeah, I agree. So we are moving in the right direction. It's just taking a little bit of time, and if. If you need a bit of, mm. you need a bit of help. Put put, put your hand up. Well, don't don't be thing. afraid to put your hand up and say I need a little bit of help. In no, this. no. And it gets back to what you're talking previously about uh, the idea of going seeing a psych, and for some, the stigma mm. associated with it. Uh, is it? Did you start going to see a psych because you had some problems you needed to work out, or is this just part of a maintenance routine? It's kind of. I was just sad. I was just a bit sad. I was like, I couldn't work out why I was sad, and what it was is I didn't know who I was. Mm. I was a a version of Australian Idol, 21-year-old Millsy. Like a, a guy like, oh, he's a party guy. I'm like, yeah, but yeah. I'm also really hardworking and I like my craft and I, I couldn't quite work out how to how to be both. Mm. And then I went, oh, go see a psych and help me work through some stuff. It's, it has improved my relationship with, with Tunny, uh, who's my, my partner, um, f- for like n- no end. Um, the, the conversations we have because of those conversations I have with a psych mm. – so much better. Yeah, like yeah, our yeah. relationship is absolutely like yeah. rock solid. Yeah. Well, that's great. The, one, the minute, mm. the, the minute you could stop pretending to have to be something, mm. I imagine putting on a show. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To fit in, you know. And I, I don't know whether, you, whether your kids have ever had, you know, issues where they've uh, sort absolutely. of maybe sold their own what they want to be to just be part of a crew. Mm-hmm. Like our kids at 12, 11, and we're talking to our 12-year-old about this a lot at the moment. You, you just be you. Don't worry. If, you, don't, if you're going to a party and everyone's wearing this and that's mm-hmm. what – but you don't want to do that. You're okay to 
Just yeah. do that. You know, mm. it's hard to do. It's hard to do for a kid. It's hard to do if you're an adult, I reckon. Can, I, can you I, know, I ask you a question, Eddie? Um, you're, you're raising girls. Mm. What, what are your hopes for, you know, young the young bloke listening to this oh, who's raising young boys? Just, the, it, I just all I ever say to anyone is just f- be who, and this is maybe a bit easier said than done, but it, yeah. I think it goes to your book and I can't wait to read it, but mm. uh, just be, find who you are and just mm. be true to that. The minute you feel like you're doing something or saying something or, or there's a voice, the voice coming out of your mouth is not authentic. Yeah. You don't. Get rid of that. <laughs> yeah. As soon as you can get rid of that voice just to fit in and be accepted, and I know that's easier because we all want to be attached. Oh, we, yeah, all, yeah. we all want to find our place, you but know. You, I think you will find your tribe, though. The I more authentic you that you are, the, yeah. the quicker that you'll get there as well. But I think that's what the psych does. I think people are scared of, of going to the psych because not only do you find all the good things that you love about yourself, mm. you also find out about the things that you hate about yourself. Mm. Mm. And it's really, daunt- it's really daunting. Like, oh, fuck, I really, sorry. <laughs> I, really, I, really, I, really, I really hate that. I'm really narcissist at times, you know. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, a, I'm not a good partner at times. You're like... It's it's confronting, but at the same time, don't judge yourself for it. Just move on. Well, improve improve on it. I can't wait to read the book. It's called Putting on a Show, Manhood Mates and Mental Health. You know the voice. The author is Rob Mills. He's had a mate, uh, Paul Connolly, spent some time alongside putting it all together. It's available in all good bookstores. And all bad ones as well. Yeah, yeah. And also, the, an, an audio book, which so I just you, finished. Yeah. Did he, was that, what's it like to record an audio book of... It's a long time. Um, is it? I mean, you guys sit here and you, you talk on radio all day. It's mm. like that, but... Like, but, but you have, you have to be reading. Yeah, you have to get it perfect. Yeah. No, I can't do that. Yeah. yeah. No, but you're well, just reading the book, aren't you? Yeah, reading the book. Yeah, yeah but you've got to get it perfect, Keith. Yeah, of course. Imagine you and me trying to do it. We can't remember. Take a while. What about how, how do our, our live reads go? Yeah, well, oh, pretty, pretty <laughs> when we sharp. do a live read, that, mm. it takes us, we bumble through those all the time. No, I don't think I'll get through uh, this. It's lovely to see. How are your Hawks going, by the way? Uh, look, we're looking okay. Sammy's did it. I think Sammy's done a great job in his first full year uh, this mm. year. And I, I, I know we've cleaned house and got nothing again for all of our players. I don't understand. Every year we have to trade all our guns that have been at the club for, for, <laughs> for you know, for 10 oh, years. Know. And we get nothing. We get no draft picks. We get no extra cash. There you go. Yeah. What is going speaking on? speaking your language, Keith. Well, uh, that's, uh, that was generally a sort of an overview of what I was asking those questions. But I know, you, you know, in times like this, yeah. keep the faith. I just got to keep the faith. Do you know? Yeah. Do you know? I love Gazy, mm. John Newcomb, like yes. by far probably the best player of the best rising star. Doesn't win. He's just like mm. okay, yeah. mm. perfect. But definitely should have won. Yeah. That, that'll be. You know what? That'll carry him through. Thank you. That won't be a bad thing for him. I reckon. Hey, mm. can I ask you guys before um, you tip for tomorrow for the cup? I, I'm tipping depending on the weather. I'm tipping Van de Clare. Mm. Van de Clare. Yeah. Well, he, he doesn't. Oh, I've got grabbed he he does not know. Get on this. <laughs> he wouldn't know one end of the horse from no, the I other. Do. No, I'll add a barrier 14. <laughs> yeah. Gold trip. Okay, oh, that's there you number go, one. Yeah that's, yeah. Yeah, there you go. yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, good luck with the book, mate. Thanks, and good luck with this mystery uh, next chapter in the Rob Mills adventure mm. yes. that we'll learn more about in very, 2023. Very, good very, luck. Very, yeah, very the new uh, stage show. We can't say too much <laughs> no, about. What's a new something? Millsy, Millsy is the person <laughs> in the studio with us putting on a show, Manhood Mates and Mental Health. Are here You're on a stage. <laughs> Brumby's Bakery. <laughs> You're singing. Pr- proudly supporting Movember. <laughs> Acting. And Mental Hairspray. Health. And this was not why, clearly, Rob Mills came on to talk about his book. 
But on the way out, he just said, oh, God, I should have mentioned I'm playing at uh, Bar Bambi tonight, which is nice. Nick Russian's new bar uh, down there in ACDC right. Lane. So if you're looking for a night out uh, tomorrow, being out a, a public tunes. holiday, Nick on down and listen to Millsy bang out right. a few tunes. Yeah. So he's not doing it like an acting type bar. No, he's a, singer, he's a singer as well. As singer. Being no, a, no, he's not as well. He is a Well, that's singer. what he is, but he's also a you know, performer. He's an actor. And he a, is. A whole box and dice. So bar band. Author. If you're looking to... Uh, Get out and about tonight. Feel free. Uh, well, I think he was. Was he like? Uh, if my memory serves me, back in two thousand and two or something, when he was an Australian Idol, didn't he come in like sixth or something? Fifth I don't or sixth. I don't, I'm glad you're not asking him this now. No, I say that because if you looked at the others that were in there, gee, he's uh, he's was one kicked, of the, and they have he's not. The one that's well, I don't can't Ooh. remember, but who knocked him over? Who won it that year? Um, was Guy, no, Seba- was it, uh, Guy Sebastian's year? I don't think it was Scotty. Well, I think Guy was Scotty there. Was the shark. No. no, I don't think Scotty no, well, gave it uh, too right, much. Of we've a run. got, we've still now. Now Sam Willoughby's going to join us in the next half an hour, so we need to um, clear some space to talk to him about a um, documentary that's come out that tells his story, which I can't wait to watch. I can't. It's his story is remarkable. He and his his wife's story mm. were quite remarkable. So, um, but before we get to Sam, we'll get the news in between. Let's give a few more horses away in the run home sweep. We're going to be um, we're going to be in trouble here if we don't get through a few more. So, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Pox or rocks or anything that's been on the show. Are you happy with mm. what the Victorian state government's done, purchasing the ad, the sponsorship rights to the netball team? Have you got an issue with that? Uh, feel free to make that your mm. reason to call, and um, you'll get and, a horse. And here's the thing. You'll get a horse while they're still while True. they're still left. And here's the thing: all state governments are doing it. Look what Tasmania does with uh, sponsoring Hawthorne. Well, so there's a lot of and 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 this would be in a huge suite of sporting events that uh, and, and sporting infrastructure, sporting uh, other ways in which they contribute. Whatever sporting things. This, yeah. in when you talk talk about gender, gender equity, it, we, I think is fantastic. Imagine seeing the Australian team right throughout the world here in Australia. We're wearing the uh, Victorian and promoting Victoria. That's great. It's um. Well, it's, does anyone have an issue when we when Melbourne's plastered on the tennis court? No, the Australian I don't Open. Think so. I, don't believe I think so. we. I think we kind of yeah. like that, don't we? And if it's true, which I uh, there's no right. at this point there's no no reason to say why it is not, but uh, if the economic benefits is a win, how would you ever know about that? That's the stuff that I never quite understand because mm. they say that and you never quite. Mike's there in, would be some formula. Yeah, it's sure. not like they just yeah. It's it's I don't mm. no matter who's spinning that one. I'd really love to know whether the opposition whether this is bipartisan. I I, th- well, I would suspect that that it would have well, bipartisan. If the, if the opposition. Shadow Minister is out there. Give us a call. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Mike's in Geelong. Mike, rocks, pox, what do you got? Uh, g'day, boys. Yeah, I've got a rocks and a pox. But before I get started, I just want to thank you guys for getting Millsy on. That was really interesting. Oh, good on you. Oh, good yeah, on you, Mike. Really well, I tell you, I tell you what, we have got a copy of Millsy's book. That's part uh, of the prize. That has been uh, added to, signed and has been added to the Cup yeah. Sweep prize pack. So, Mike, if your horse... Uh, wins the cup, you will get a copy uh, of, of Millsy's book. book added to uh, added to the mix. And he signed it. Have the real chat. There you with go. His, uh, signature. And it's a proper signature. It's a real like boots and all wholehearted thing. That's a lot of work into that signature. Uh, it looks like he's done it a few times. Uh, give us your rocks and pox, Mike. Uh, my rocks, mate, was uh, Daniel Ricardo just showing he's still got a little bit left in the. Uh, in the wheels that he's driving at the moment. He, yes. he did all right last night, but it just mm. wasn't enough after mm. he got the penalty. Nice. Uh, 
Yeah. And my um, pox is just this weather, boys. It's just oh, yeah. seeing all these good games of cricket that are just missing, like Australia-England the other night, yeah. just getting wiped out at the moment. So hopefully they, um, they have a couple of good games leading into the finals. Well, tonight's the one, isn't it? It's tonight's the big ticket one. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Mike, give Mike a horse, uh, Mike, please. Mike, happy days for you. Uh, you've got um, ridden Numerian. Uh, jockey what? Numerian is the uh, Numerian, new yeah. Number seven, barrier seven, horse five. The jockey is Tommy N- Berry. Number seven? No, barrier seven. Yeah, what horse? Horse five. Numerian. 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 There Marian, you go, Mike Marian. Thank you. You know what I'm saying. Tommy Berry's on it. Thank so, you. Uh, well done, Mike. Good Alex is in North Lake. Alex, good afternoon to you, my friend. Good afternoon, gentlemen. <laughs> I've got you? a pop, but um, Melbourne United fans most probably would see it as the rocks. Talk to me. Rajon Tucker let rip with a couple of vicious elbows. Well, he did, didn't one, he? One, I think uh, the, the one on Deng Deng at the end of the game, uh, he got called for an unsportsmanlike. Oh, I think Deng Deng might have put a little bit of mayo on it, but it was one where the elbow come up into Flop, the uh, into the midsection, so I can appreciate why mm. that would cause you to flinch. Mm, okay, a bit of flopping going on, says Gazy. Alex, carry on. I, I thought would have thought he would have been ejected from the game there and there. Yeah, and they I went to the review. Re- yeah. Well, they did go to the review. Uh, Alex, do you see? You, okay, was, right, let's get yeah, Alex a horse. You I two can take, maybe take this off air. This conversation sort of meandering a little now. You two, so if you want to continue this conversation, have it's it off air. Important item, if you Andy. wouldn't mind. So is the time. The time is very important. Emis, please emissary, 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 and it's uh, Patrick Maloney. Hey, is, uh, Michael Maloney, Ma- uh, Michael, Michael Mo- Moroni, <laughs> Maloney and Moroni. Isn't that uh, yeah. sort of? No, no twenty one dollars. Thank you. No, so no. hello, we're a chance. No, it's a bit. It's a bit. I think Blown it's, out a bit, has well, it? Not, well, it's double. The odds are double for what I'm looking at, but it's it's in Just there with a chance. On the th- oh, no, it's a pretty old school that one, but okay. never mind. Don't worry about that. He's got emissary, and it's in with okay. a chance. Nice. It's twenty six minutes to five. Justin Carroll Stewart and Sam Willoughby all to join us in the next half hour. Very nice work from Adam Pont. The font, as I like to call him. Mm. Justin's in Manor Lakes. Uh, he's joining. A couple of people want to talk about the netball. They'll get a horse in the time-honoured and world-famous okay. run-home sweep. I'll mix it up again. Good afternoon, Justin. Justin, we just got a bit of trouble with the line. There's a bit of... Uh, Weather sort of inspired interference. No, I think he moved there, like about four metres. Oh, that's, that's good. Justin, have another go. Oh, no nah, good. That's call just back, shocking. That's no good, mate. Uh, we want you back, though. So get back on the line that's and we will hear what you've got to say and you yeah. will get a horse. Carol's and the favourite's still in there, by the way. Carol's in Devon Meadows. Good afternoon, Carol. Hello, Andy and Andy. Hey, Carol. Hi. Um... I've got a rocks. I didn't hear the whole interview, but what I heard, I've got a rocks for the um, interview with Milty. It yes. was absolutely fantastic. He's a good man. Mm. Um, got a pox for the netball sponsorship. Yep. Uh, why should Victoria be sponsoring a national team? I'd rather see the money going into fixing the gigantic potholes that we've got on our highways mm. and roads at the moment. Tom and yeah, my car yeah. nearly got swallowed in one a few minutes ago. Mm. Yeah, there's a couple around, Carol. I've noticed that as well. I'm sure they'll be trying to do that as well. Uh, like at any given mm. time, a uh, federal government or state, they've got a lot of balls in the air at any given mm. time. So I understand, you know, there'll be a lot of people who think that that 15 mil can be better spent. 
Um, so uh, I think th- that's you... a fair cop. I reckon you just got to wear that and mm. move on. But, yeah, that but is they will be trying, I'm sure they'll be trying to fix the No, runs. that is 100% true, Andy. But you, could, you, you could be talking about that with a lot of different sports. No doubt. I think you I think you, you could find some other sports that perhaps have a, a gender bias the other way that you could probably say, well, maybe that we can take three million bucks a year off them. And uh, that, oh, that that's always justify- popular. It's always very popular when well, you do that with the, old, the old fellows who've been in the game for a while. Uh, uh, hey, um, what do you got? What's Carol, Carol got? Uh, Smoking Romans. Oh, yes. Good chance, Carol. Barrier 16, Jamie Carr. Ma Eustace. Bit- I mind $21 yes. on this one. We might have Justin back, I reckon. Justin, uh, okay. give it another go, my friend. Hello, can you hear me now? Yes, Good, thank you. Can. Hello. Thank you. Yes. Radio. So I was just in uh, support of Gazy. I think that... Uh, Oh, oh we need to get the, him back. The mother, the mother load was about to be deposited. You're right there. I found him. All I know and, uh, is that he was going to support it. me. Oh, is he still there? Oh, he's trying his hardest to be heard here, Justin, but it's just not working for us. Can you hear me, boys? Can you hear me? Can you hear me, Bucks? Justin? Justin? Can you hear me, For God's sake, Justin, just give him a goddamn horse. Okay, Justin, try again, but you've no. already got your horse. <laughs> Interpretation. There you barrier go. six. Hopefully he pulls Craig up all right. Craig knew it is the jockey. Thank you. We're going to get to it. Been a bit scratchy <laughs> here today. <laughs> Justin has got a horse. Stewart's in Braybrook. Pox rocks. What have you got, Stu? Yeah, look, fellas, I've got I've got a pox and a rocks in the same thing. I think it's an absolute rocks that the uh, that the netball's been supported. And I think the Victorian Good government on. has spent a lot of money on mm. it. that much worse than that. And my pox is, <laughs> yes. I'm a bit sceptical. If it hadn't been a state election, I reckon they might have been struggling to get $15, not $15 million. Yeah, but anyway, I'm, with, no, I'm with you, Stewie. I reckon this is good. Oh, of course it has. Mm. And they can say whatever they like, but this is playing right to their base. Right. But that's okay. That's what politicians do, and we understand how it works. Who's Stewie well, I picked think the up? the base is a bit broader than that. I think there's a lot of people on both sides that would think that this is a really, really good investment. Who's he picked up, mate? Uh, he's picked up uh, Stockman. Uh, yeah. Barrier 2, Sydney 26 Sider. bucks. Sam Clipperton is uh, going to try and bring Stockman home. It'd be good to see whether he can get the two miles. Sam Willoughby is going to join Joseph us. A remarkable story. Yep. On the other side of the break. Uh, everybody who listens to this radio station will know the name Sam Willoughby, uh, two-time world champion, silver medalist at the Olympic Games 2012, was one of our great bike riders in the world, absolute global superstar, had a terrible accident in 2016 that fundamentally and profoundly changed his life. It's the reason that he and his um, partner, his wife, have told the story um, through a film called Ride, um, which premieres tonight at the Jam Factory. You can watch Ride on ABC iView from November 21 if you don't get to a cinema beforehand to see it. The world premiere was on last week. When World premiere was on last week at the Adelaide Film Festival. Um, so it's a, it's a film that is absolutely worth watching. Sam Willoughby has been good enough to join us on the show and tell us all about it. G'day, Sam. Thanks for joining us on the show, mate. No worries. How you doing, guys? Good, We're thanks, going Sam. okay. Um, tell us about the decision to, the, the, as far as you can remember, the f- the first moment where where you and your team decided let's make a movie about this. Where did that start, and what did you want the story um, to tell? Yeah, I think it started. I was doing some uh, keynote speaking uh, probably back in 2019, and um, one of those talks was to. Uh, 
a long-time friend of mine who was working at TLA at the time, James Ward, and then he uh, started his own company, Bursty, and he just felt that after hearing my speech and sort of knowing me over the years that he wanted this to be his first project and um, and I couldn't have thought of a better person to, to help us with it. Um, Elise and I had had so many messages over the, the course of time since my injury just around how our story had inspired people or they'd read something or seen something and... Um, yeah, so when James gave us the opportunity to tell our story in a in a form of a documentary, it was um yeah it was an opportunity that we felt we we had the responsibility to do really and, and hopefully help people. And uh, it's the the story is one that obviously goes through the, the unfortunate accident accident that uh, you you had. But in the documentary, and I saw the um the, the little preview thing. Mm. It does look trailer. the trailer. It does look like it's uh, it's highly emotional. Is that is that just a natural byproduct of this, or is that the the, the desire to, to to really hit home of the tragedy that you've had to go through? Yeah, I think that there's definitely um, emotional parts of the story, and um, and it goes into that side. But I think what's special about our story is that there isn't necessarily a Hollywood ending in the sense of you know there was this miracle recovery or anything like that. It's really about um, finding your way and um, and sort of like Elise says, you know, love conquers all and um, and finding purpose again given the situation. And um, and I think that's what Elise and I have always strived to do, that, you know, there was times that were dark and, and we don't shy away from them, but, but then showing, you know, how we came out of them and, and how, you know, positivity and, and having, you know, love and great people around you can... Uh, can turn things around and there's always a way and um and and even in the the worst of situations or what seems the worst of situations there's always a way to find a light at the end of the tunnel and um and you know I went through times after my injury where I thought the only way for me to be happy again was if I walked and um you know I still live in a wheelchair today and and I would I I often say I'm happier than I've ever been in in my life and um so I think trying to tell that side of the story and, and just shy away from the brutal reality of it, but but also showing how to how to make the best of any situation. Well, that's exactly right, Sam. And in that little two-minute grab, that's one of the things that uh, really does focus on. And when you had your accident, it was like, well, hey, please, I do not expect you to be around. I do not expect you to marry me. Uh, just in that particular moment, uh, how... How difficult was it to, to grapple with all those emotions, particularly with your relationship? Yeah, it was really tough. I mean, I'm, I'm, with my injury, I didn't have a concussion. So I remember laying on the track completely paralyzed and and just having this moment where I was, knew I was never going to ride a bike again and, and being totally okay with that. But but then having this moment of like, what now? You know, I'm due to get married and, mm. uh, you know, just thinking like I'm not even going to be able to grab a cup from the cupboard you know I what what happens now and and the the main thought coming into my head was obviously my fiance Elise and um the first thing I said to her when she got to the hospital was you know not marrying me you not marrying a cripple and um I just at that time was just you know looking at this 25 year old beautiful young woman in front of me who had the world at her feet and and here I was in this situation you know paralyzed in a bed and having absolutely no idea how to, to deal with what was next and, and just so much uncertainty around everything. And um, she pretty quickly whipped me into shape and said <laughs> she wasn't going anywhere, being the, 
the strong woman that she is and um and has been by my side from day one and um is my rock and the love of my life and a big yeah. part of our story and journey and um yeah and that's really the story that the documentary tells without trying to give too much away it's a remarkable listening to that sam i mean yep. you know you, you you know you and you know we've we're good friends through this show with kurt fernley and mm-hmm. you know it's the stories of um of you know prevailing you know through great challenge uh like yours is and he's told in, in the movie ride the brutal fairy tale we say we are inspired by you but I can only imagine the inspiration that you've got from Elise, who wasn't mm. injured. She wasn't the one who went through the accident. Physically, her life didn't change. Um, and yet she's been, sounds like it, she's been the one who's inspired you to, um, you know, come to terms with, with what's happened to you. Yeah, absolutely. And that was for a long time there, you know, I was the one trying to push her away just because I didn't. I wasn't happy with the person I've seen in the mirror with myself and it really took me um, meeting another guy that was in a similar situation to me and um, and seeing the possibilities of, of what my life could be and from that point forward, um, really just putting my best foot forward to, to be the best version of myself and, and doing it for Elise and for my family and for all these people that I was so lucky to have around me that didn't see me any differently that just seen me as Sam still and um and it, it took me a few months and probably a few years really to get to that point where I could look in the mirror and be proud of the person I was and 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 then was able to sort of transfer that same passion that I had for sport and that competitive side of me into just trying to become the best version of myself and and embracing that challenge and um and once I got on that train of doing that, um, the momentum just built and, you know, the satisfaction I got from tying my shoes for the first <laughs> time was, yeah. was that of the same as winning a world championship. Right. Um, yeah. It was, yeah. I'm going to get in trouble for asking one more question, but what, Sam, we're talking to Sam Willoughby. What, what do you, people who watch the movie, Sam, watch the documentary, what do you hope they take away from it? Um, I think the biggest lesson that we want everyone to take away from it is Love conquers all and just to embrace your struggle every day that you wake up. You know, the the reality is there will always be struggles. You know, I still have struggles today, but the ability to embrace them and and challenge yourself to do that every day is, um, I believe, the the ticket to to a happy and um, joyful life. Well, that message and this movie are going to be um, as significant a part of your legacy as any of the medals or world championships you've won along the way, Sam. Thanks for coming on. Um, We've only just scratched the surface, really. If you want to know more, Ride a Brutal Fairy Tale is the name of the Sam Willoughby and Elise Willoughby story. You can see it on ABC iView from November 21 or nick into a movie cinema near you and catch up with it before then. Thanks for coming on the show, mate. All the best. No worries. Thanks for having me on, guys. Good Sam man, Sam. Willoughby. Tries to go down to Ricardo, getting past Fernando Alonso as they go into turn one. He's got one Alpine, hasn't he? And uh, moves himself up. And now Esteban Ocon is the next victim for, for uh, Daniel Ricardo. He is so charged up here. Welcome back, Daniel. <laughs> Where have you been? We've missed you. Where do we think we're going to be seeing you next year? Uh, look, I... I can confidently say I won't be on the grid um, behind a wheel, but I I still want to be 
in the sport. I want to be working with a team still with the ambition to be back on the grid in 24. Um, that's it. It's, it's honestly where my head's at as well. Like I, I feel like a bit of time away from a race seat will actually do me good and, uh, and then try to, let's say, rebuild on something for 24. So uh, let's say I'm not done, but a little bit, it'll look a bit different. Hey, yeah, a little gap year for yes. Daniel Ricciardo, son. Well, not completely because he's going to be around a team. He'd yeah, but like from a be. driving perspective. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. So he might do some testing of a car that he feels more comfortable about when it gets onto the grid or be that, if he can get that sort of long-term commitment from a yeah from a team. Or be that uh, third drive, you know, that's hanging just around wait in for case someone of to, emergency. Yeah, wait, just wait for someone to cock it up and then he hop, hop, hop in the seat he hops. In you come. Yeah, just like Daniel a vulture. Just well, it's waiting. probably a little harsh way to describe it, but... It, that's part of the business. That's how they play. Well, you and picked them off like the good old days today, didn't seventh, you? Finished seventh, finished seventh. Over there in Mexico. And included a, a 10 second, I think it was a 10 second penalty. There was a 10 second penalty for the uh, the Japanese fella. Uh, him and they Oh, he, he's crazy man. What's his name? Yeah, um, he's crazy man. Yuki. Yeah. Yeah. I forget his name. Oh, can I give one before we get to all our calls? Because I don't know whether our callers are going to uh, go with me on this. Oh. Uh, a kid called Harrison Crow. A mm. uh, young golfer won the Asia Pacific Amateur Championship okay. yesterday up there in Thailand. This okay. is uh, the biggest uh, across the weekend. This is the biggest. Go- forget about the forget about what was going on with Liv and on the European Tour and on the PJ Tour. This was the biggest golf tournament uh, in the world on the weekend. Right, watched by more people, uh, beamed into more countries. Right. Uh, uh, than any of those other tours around the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wins it, shoots thirty nine the front nine, thirty through the back. He was absolutely rock solid. The tick of this kid showed right. on the back nine when it looked like it had slipped away from him. The big kid from China had got out to about three. Bo Jin had taken about a three or four shot lead on him. Uh, it was remarkable stuff from Harrison Crow. The win gets him into Augusta. Yep. The Open Championship at Royal Liverpool. The Amateur Open Championship as well. It opens up a world of possibilities for him. Third Australian that has won the Asia Pacific mm. Amateur Championship. Uh, well done to you, Harrison Crow. Well, well done. Well done. Uh, I'll Isn't give it? you a quick box too before we go to the callers. Oh, uh, I was gonna... a rocks, by the way. Yeah, I'll give you a quick box. Thank you. Okay. So the box I'm going to go to with the online just stupid people out there that just use language that's completely oh, yeah. inappropriate. This just goes to uh, Gary Brown, who is um, with the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix, and dare I say it, I think a genuine Genuine title contender for what I see. They've putting to, they've put together a fantastic Ryan Brock team. Brock knocked down that big three four, four point play. Yeah, but again, we t- we spoke to Mitch Creek about this. Is the Mitch Creek effect correct? And, and uh, well, well, Gary Brown he missed the start of the season along with a few others. So they had a shaky start, but I think they've won four in a row now. Last two they beat. They went on the road, got the Wildcats on Friday, and then yesterday in big a big weekend, just a huge one over the Adelaide 36ers in OT, by the way. You're right, too, by the way, after what Homicide said about their big three. No, well, what, we'll talk about this on Wednesday. But we'll, here's the we'll thing in a Wednesday. post uh, earlier on uh, in the season when Gary Brown, I don't even believe he was there, someone t- someone responded and he said, and, and said, I hope you tear your ACL and oh. never play again. You, you are a piece of yeah, right. SH, complete. Dog SH. Yeah, right. Hope you die. Now, yeah, no. honestly, I, now I know why this happens because you people are pathetic. 90, they are, but ninety five percent of these, I reckon, some people are coming from those that are betting on games. They're betting on games. A player doesn't perform like they want, or they cost them. So then they just feel that what's well, their right to go on there and just be abusive. 
when I was at the Sydney Kings, someone actually wrote to, uh, on the same type of thing on the Instagram about, um, I hope, I won't mention the player, one of your players, I hope you, you, you get cancer and just, just really, really toxic, stupid things. Now, uh, that to me is one of the all-time great poxes. There's no doubt that about society that. Society has to do. So, what are we doing days. about it? Well, I don't know what you can do. Well, Andy. You, you find who they are and you you punish them. Mm. You punish them. Well, it's easier said than done. Oh, well, I well think, it's just Andy. not a, at the moment. There's not a will. There's mm. not a will to do it. I think there is uh, a will. I think it, but well, well, it's just very difficult. Okay. Well, make There's it more. Billions diff- of people on the platform. Well, make more. Make it more difficult to yep. have a profile to I have gr- access to an account. I agree, but I agree. I agree. Because this is this is the people who are doing it aren't mm. listening to us. No. The people who listen to us are better people than the people that are doing this. I would have thought so. And can I also say, mm. the thing about the punt, I think you're, you're probably right, but I punt. I have a bet on mm. sport and the punt and yep. the races. If I if I lose, my, my bet doesn't win. Mm. I, it's on me. Of course it is. So I don't feel in it. So not all punters become... Those sorts of filthy, foul, mm-hmm. absolute bottom of the barrel dwelling mm. losers that these blokes are. Yep. These people are. No, I. So it's not, you know. Of course. Yeah. But that's but, some in yeah, no, that of course when you yeah, put yeah, the yeah. emotion of perhaps a, worse, losing mate. a bit, gam, you know, and all the, the associated yeah, yeah. stresses and emotions that they go through that for, they lose their mind and just yep. take it out. They that do. way, they it's, 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 sad. it's a sad state it of is. affairs. Uh, Tony's in Endeavour Hills. Rocks, pox, a horse to be got. Mm. Uh, what do you got for us, Tone? I've got a pox for you. Please, Please go. I can't believe that Andy Marr, mm-hmm. I can't believe that Andy Marr didn't even get a mention, let alone top votes on Pickers and Hutchie's third person. You're joking. What the hell's going on? After announcing himself as the technician. What is going is on? What is going on it? Well, wow, that's a charge. very good. That's yeah, a well, very no, good call, I'm Tony. I'm disappointed, Tony. Uh, give Tony a horse, please. I am. I'm going to give him uh, Young Werther. Young Werther. Jockey Damien Lane. Yeah. Uh, out yeah. of Barrier Twenty One. Danny O'Brien. Twenty six bucks on my um, little sheet yeah, here. It's, it's got. The, it's, it's not twenty six dollars anymore. It now? About forty one. Oh, but geez. that's okay. How can it be so far out? Because now? things have changed since that oh, was done. Okay. But anyway, that's yeah. all right. No worries. Uh, all the best. Rob's in. Was that Rob? That, well, no, this is Rob. Hello, yeah. Rob, in Churnside Park. G'day, boys. How are we? Yeah, good. good. What do you got? Uh, I've got a rock. Mm. I reckon it's just been an inspirational episode today with the show. That, Rob, I kind of agree with Rob, you. I'm with you with Millsy yeah. and Sam Willoughby and yeah. Gazy. I mean, Gazy's always inspirational. <laughs> well, not always. I, I'm with you, mate. I'm feeling po- very uplifted having been here today. too, Andy. Very inspiring. Oh, well, that's very in nice of you to way. say. It's in a very different way you do it. It's very nice of you to say right. so, Andrew. No, I, I genuinely believe it. Now, like I said, I won't go into the detail how, but but take oh, it on you board. Be, are you actually being mean? No, I'm not. I'm actually being good because oh, okay. I, I don't want to go into the detail on how because I actually think that that's the case. Uh, well, so I'm going to go with uh, who, who is this? That. Rob. No, trust me, it's, it comes from the heart. Yeah. Okay. What wrong with heart? You're just ruining, ruining my little compliment, uh, Rob. Bobby. Uh, we're going to go with Montophilia. Yeah, Montophilia. Got a chance. Jason Collett is the uh, jockey. 11 bucks Big on chance. mine. What's Big your chance. saying? About the same. 11. Big chance. Big chance, Rob. Go. All the best. Jack's in Brighton. Thanks for the compliment, See, too. a little bit of positive karma from Rob out there in Churns. And good... he gets a good horse. Mm. Horse. Oh, dear. Hello, Jack in Brighton. Jack. How are you? 
I've just pulled it. G'day, boys. Thanks for having me on. No, uh, thank you. Fox today. I'm a long-suffering Bombers supporter, and to see that Elwyn Davies' two boys have nominated us as their club of choice, a father-son, is a step in the right direction for our club that's uh, had a bit of a rough trot of late and everyone seems to want to leave. Excellent call. Nah, it's a good call, Jack. Excellent. Listen, far be it from me to tell you to hold the faith, but... Mm. I was uh, with a couple of powerful Essendon people on the weekend and uh, just a little bit of, uh, no names to be mentioned, mm. but mm. Uh, hold, the fight, hold the line, Jack. The, we- the, wheel the, is, the wheel is turning quite dramatically. On, on, on the players or on the just whole Just at the whole situation. football club. Right. All right, that's good news if you're a Bombers Which fan. Which is very sad if you're not. Great news. Get on board, Bomber fans. Hey, Jack, happy days for you. Andy, your tip. Vow and declare. Jack. Bang. Out of just, barrier four. And you know why this is going to win? Number 10. Just pray to God, Jack, we don't get too much more rain. Number uh, 10. That's the only thing that can really turn it a bit bitter and sour. But the odds, mm. 26 bucks. <laughs> Go back and have a look at this run in the Caulfield Cup. You're Tasty. Clowns. Tasty. Magnificent run. Mm. Uh, hey, Rube's back. He's already got a horse. Oh, we can't give Rube, you two We horses. can't give you. It's un- almost unprecedented that we get... A call from no, the same person in the same show, but two horses. You're not possible. No, you can't have another horse, Roop. Mm. Yeah, that's good, Coco. I, I just told him I don't want a horse. Oh, good. Um, I didn't get a chance to tell you my um park. Oh, sorry, mate. We cut you off. No, Pop you did. I actually went back. No, to no, Roop. I was rambling. Yeah. No, no, good. So man. It wasn't my um, fault my after all. The DRS system in Formula <laughs> One. It, they engage it up to two laps, but the damage is done. The gaps go way beyond one second. So. You don't get to engage. I understand it's you know for for safety, but that's just silly. John, you're you're the uh, oh, you're the expert <laughs> only because it's drive to survive. But uh, and I'll be honest, I don't know the intricacies of the whole situation. And uh, Rupe, just just oh, well, it's not going to a massive detail. You've either got a reaction and a response for Rupe, or you haven't, because we've got a lot of other calls. To get okay, to. I don't have an immediate <laughs> response because I wanted to ask a question. I'll go on then. No, 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 no go please. But Rupe. Well, I, I'm just a little confused of what you're saying, though, because it's. What do you mean? What can you just try and explain that to me again, please? Yep. So when the start of the race, yes. um, you can't enable DRS. I understand on the first lap, two lap. Yep. But they extend it to the second lap. That's and correct. DRS is open, but you have to be within one second of the car in front to get it engaged. And by then, the right. cars are just going, you know, one and a half, two seconds. It just makes the racing really bad. I so, think I agree with what Rube's saying there. Was makes it, sense. So correct me if I'm wrong. Mm. Wasn't it brought in to help overtaking? It was. Not to catch up. No, that's true. But, well, you, you can't overtake if you don't catch up. That's un- But it's for you to drive well of course to get you into do. position to then overtake. So drive well, get into a position, whack the thing on, bang, overtake. That is a very good point. I think that that's what it was point. brought in, wasn't it? True. That Thank is you. true. But but if you can use it to catch up, to ah. give you the opportunity well, to overtake. Well, then what? The, I think it should be at the discretion. So the leader, the lead, the so the leader can just use it whenever they want. Well, you can. Know, there's a limitation on how what you can use what? it. You use see it. You use in, it. You see someone coming up in your rear view. You go, whee! There I go. <laughs> just put another two seconds on the bike. Well, why don't you put just on the use old DRS it? or whatever it's it is like and away those, I go? It's like Mario Kart when you get the extra, <laughs> you run across one of those stars and all of a sudden, whoosh. There I go. But but if isn't that an easy I way don't to know. do it? We're, listen to us having this conversation. Like we don't really There are people know. out there who know this sport intricately. No, but I agree with Rupe. 
Well, and they're going, what are we, what are we listening to with these two clowns who don't know what they're talking about? It's with pretty this simple stuff? concept, though. Can you, should you be able to use it under different to catch circumstances? up? Yes. Okay. Let's go to a put it out on a Twitter poll. Mm. See, so here you go. Okay. We've got to get to the next caller before they right. jump in the Melbourne Cup. Right. Uh, Cam's, in oh, Port Ar- Cam's in Port Arlington. Mm. How many more horses have we got? We've got about uh, eight or something. Well, you've got them in front of you. Well, they're in a jar. What Cam's, do you reckon I'm supposed to count well, that? What does it look like? About nine? I said, said eight. Eight. Cam's in so Port I was right. Seven. Eight. Cam's in Port oh. Arlington. Good afternoon to you, I sir. No. <laughs> G'day, fellas. How are you? Cam. Oh, Cam. Yeah. You finally got there. Yes, (laughs) Yes, we did. Got there, Ken. I've got a bit of a pox for you, boys. I've got to head into the office tomorrow for Melbourne Cup Day. That is a pox. pox. Massive pox. Massive Do you want to... uh, Big pox. Is it your company that you're going into the office of, or are you being forced to work by a man? Not my company. Well, I'm down in past Geelong in Port Arlington, so we had Geelong Cup off, but still... Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's a tough day working Melbourne Cup. Yeah, mm. all right. Uh, our thoughts uh, and prayers go your way, Cameron. Yep. Um, hang in there. All of, hang in there. All the best. And what you've got to do, you've got to get on gold trip out of barrier 14. Number one, Mark Zahara. <laughs> Zara. Is that right? <laughs> Zara. Mark Zara, mate. That's yeah. what I said. You said Mark Zahara. But then I corrected myself. Yeah, you did. Yep. The glasses, Andy. I need a, a, a tweak. 13, they call him the desert is his nickname. No, thank you. Uh, $13, he's on my... You tipped it. It's your tip. Uh, you tipped it with Millsy. That's you can't even remember that you tipped it. That is the one I tipped. <laughs> I can't. Billy's, yeah, that's true. Billy's you and me. Billy no, was No, it? Billy's next. Okay. Billy's next. Yes. Uh, William, before we get to the break, Got lovely to hear... a lot on my plate here Lovely to <laughs> Got a lot on my plate. <laughs> lovely to hear your voice, yeah. Billy boy. <laughs> G'day, Radar and Gang Hey, that's a way. Billy, what have you got for us? I've got a, uh, I forget the pox and rocks, been a long day. Wet afternoon, boys. Oh, um, yes. the, the young fella, the amateur Radar, you stole my Radar, oh, uh, Harrison Crow. Crow, magnificent. Did you he watch? Was down. He did was you down watch it? Oh, mate, he was gone, Billy. At the turn, yeah. his game had capitulated. The, the Chinese kid was. Where was it at? Where's it it was in Thailand. Right. Uh, the Chinese kid was on fire. He was unbeatable. I think the gap might have got to three or four at one stage. His back nine, Billy, was just so admirable. Right. Birdies all over the place, or did the well, other birdies, guy? Birdies 11, 12, 13 right. to get back, and then um, Bojin had hold a bunker, sh- uh, hold a bunker shot for an eagle. Mm. And then, and then the big turning point was on 17, the island green, when Bojin knocked mm. his into the drink mm. and uh, Harrison Crow found the putting surface, two-shot swing, Bang. and then he made a magnificent up and down from the back of 18. Mm. He had a terrible shot into 18, like it didn't go into the water, but then just made a super up and down. So, yep. nah, he was great, Billy, uh, and it's an, he's already won the New South Wales Open as an amateur. Yep. Um, the he's same the, year that he he's won. He's in the, the big dance now. In, uh, well, the last bloke to win the, win the New South Wales Open. Did you get it in the mark? Did you, you say? I said that. Huh. The last bloke that won the uh, New South Wales Open mm-hmm. as an amateur, won the amateur and the Open, Julio, and I yep. know you'd be interested to know this is Jim Ferrier, who went on to win um, a US PGA Championship mm. and was runner-up in a US uh, Masters. I did not know that. I Jim did Ferrier, not know that. Google it. Yep. Terrific. F-E-R-R-I-E-R, Jim. Okay. We've got it the first time. Billy, uh, oh, that, said it was once. that Billy? No, you did. You said it. That was you Billy. Spelt it. You felt like you had to spell it. Uh, Billy, high emotion. emotion. High emotion. High emotion. Well, it's emotion. Em- yeah, that's right. High emotion. emotion. Yeah, emotion. emotion. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, Teddy Nugent's going on. Has he? He's riding the thing. T.O. 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 Nugent. Good jock. Great jock. Uh, and you're out of barrier eight. What's his Boonie's best win, do you think? I'm not sure what his recent one is. Okay. But there's been some crackers in it's, the uh, resume. Okay. It's uh, well done, Billy. 20 past five. We need to get to a break. Will you tell me. I'm oh, no, just going to keep going. My word. Al's in an airport. Al, Al is in Airport West. I'll spit that out. He's got a rocks and or a pox for nice. us. G'day, Al. Gents, how are we going? Yeah, uh, stole my thunder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Gazy stole my thunder a little bit with the NBL uh, rocks over the weekend. Some yes. of those games were absolute rippers. Um, just uh, edge of the seat stuff I going into double overtime and overtime. Yep. Brilliant stuff to watch. But on the other hand, mm-hmm. Pox, clutch sports management in the NBA, I think they're a cancer. Um, in, like, for instance, what they're doing with the Los Angeles Lakers, GM's actually. Yeah, part of his uh, run by Clutch yes. Sports Management as well. And I, did, I just think that they're actually destroying the league. Oh. And I would love your opinion on it, Gazy, because I've been trying to get on and ask you about your opinion on that well, um, for a week now. It's true. The, the influence that agencies are having on the league is, is significant. Now, I don't, it's, I don't personally go as far to say that they're ruining the league. But the good news is the Lakers got a win today. The, the Lakers actually won, and Russell Westbrook came off the bench, had 18, 8, and 8, and played great, and they beat a very good team Can in Can you Denver. explain to us what clutch sports management is? Clutch sports management is a, an agency. And what they do it's, is the way in which they are influencing where players can go. So if you've got a superstar and the influence that, that when you've got a few of them in your stable and they can have, then that's going to influence – Trades and the way in which teams, they put pressure on teams in order to get player A, you've got to do A, B, and C. Right. So that can that can cause some problems. Yeah. But that's where clubs have just got to be stronger than that, Al, and just be able to to, to manage their way through that, I would have thought. Good point, Gazy. Now, has Al got a horse, please? A Deauville legend. Oh, it's the fave. It's finally gone. Deauville legend. McElroy, $3. Yeah, no, $3. James Ferguson. Prohibitive favourite. $3.80 on mine. Yeah, three fifty. Prohibitive favourite. Oh pronounced favourite. Uh, the horse to beat. Uh, so it is gone. Allen Airport West for asking a good question, a, a provocative question. I think I answered a controversial. The question like I, I think wanted, you did. I think you did. Yeah, I, I wouldn't go as extreme, but but there is no doubt with what's going on with uh, a lot of the agencies and the power they have that might be wielding just a little too much. Already twenty. It's 29 past five. Oh Today has absolutely flown by. It has. Uh, we've still got some horses to give away. Jack is in Mill it's Park. It's raining out there, Keith. Well. No, nah, a lot of. I lot don't of... know whether it's heavy at this stage. Oh, look Jack's, at the roads. I don't think it's heavy. Jack's in Mill Park. We've still oh, got some horses to give away. Hello, Jack. Mm. G'day, fellas. How are we going? Andy, just let you know, it's raining heavy. Thank you. It's heavy rain? Yes. There's we're a difference. He doesn't heavy. believe. Oh, me, well, there's Jack. a difference between light rain and, and wet. They're like some rain is really wet. Some rain just sort of sits on the top of you. So, so you're saying some rain is not. You're wet. the only person who's ever agreed. So some rain is not wet. So there's only one person who's ever agreed with me on this. Yes, Malcolm Blight. Well, that's the I mean, good thing that's ever come out of no, your mouth. No, some rain is oh, so light fantastic. that it just kind of gets sits on that's the. That's wet, mate. You're an idiot. It's you, still see, wet. It's a concept that is beyond your capabilities. Jack, good afternoon How to you, sir. Am I the idiot? When you're because saying that because, water is not wet. No, because some people like you are very, very simple. It's extraordinary. Hello to you. Anyway, Who's the Jack, simple one that's trying to... This is a deep concept and you can't get your around. That's okay. I feel sorry for you. But I love you like a brother and I'll continue to push on. Jack in Mill Park. Uh, good afternoon to you, sir. Oh, no, welcome. What have you got for us? 
Yeah, Just good. before I go in, who's Oscar and who's Philly? Oh, right. I'm a bit messy. So I'm probably Oscar. Right, And he is feeling pedantic and just sometimes sports channel. Stupid. Anyway, Jackie Boy, fire away. Okay. And Prox and Rock. Yes. It's easy. Rock the New Zealand. New Zealand win the World Cup this year. And Australia won't make the finals. Wow, that's the big one. We've got to win our no, next two. If we they're win our next two, team, uh, Ireland and then Af- who's our last Dunno. game? It's Af- who talked to me here. Yeah, uh, no, they're a good side, Jack. Let's just deal with that for the time being. Uh, we need a couple of things. We need to make sure we just win. And well, if we can put one away. Um, no, we need to win both. Comprehensively. No, we need to win both. One of our opposition teams, I mean, uh, will be okay. Yeah, of course. That goes just get there, the so. net run rate mm. heading in the right direction. No. Sometimes the words don't quite come out the way you intend them to. Uh, um, Jack, give him a horse, please, Gazy. It is Afghanistan. I'm, I'm going to back myself. Oh, no, well, go. No, no one was arguing oh, with you. Afghanistan- just having a, you're having an, an argument with yourself. I know. But with all the washouts and stuff, you just lose track sometimes. <laughs> but um, It doesn't matter. Grand promenade. Well done, Jackie boy. Well done indeed, Jenny. Harry Coffee is uh, writing yep, that yep, one. Yep, flat white. Jenny's and, in. Um, it's fifty-one dollars on my list. Thank you, Jenny's in Box Hill. Jenny, welcome to the program. Jenny. There's a horse coming your way, no matter what you say next. Yes. Oh. <laughs> oh well, I'm going to say good day, boys. Good day, Jenny. Um, we've actually shifted. We're in Box Hill North now. Oh, I beg so your pardon. I'll have to get that changed with you, with no, your no. boys, no, no, your no. producers. That happens. <laughs> that happens when you've been on hold yeah. for a little while. Uh, only, and traffic moves. Yeah, Ho- hopefully only, the move only went half well. a suburb. Mm. Oh, no, you've moved your house, you mate. Don't even oh, go there. Jenny was in the car. No. Don't even go there. Right, we won't do that, Jenny. Oh, what do you got for us, Jen? What? Hello? Okay, a couple oh. of things. First of all, hello. Yes, yes hello, we got Jenny. you, Jen. Hello. Hello, Jenny. Yes. You're on. Yep. Um, first, of, yep, first of all, I'd just like to say how great Millsy was, and I sincerely hope that your lovely um, male listeners take heed and don't sort of follow the, oh, we're, you know, males, we don't need that. (laughs) We're tough and all of that. Because um, I think it's uh, bloody terrific that he's uh, what he's done. So hopefully all you fellas out Mm. there take um, take notice. And we're, um, we're pumping for you, boys. So, you know, you... Just do what you got to do. Mm. If your mates are um, ribbing you, just tell them to nick off Good on for you, a Jenny. while. Good advice. Very, stuff, very Jenny. sage words from you, Jenny. Uh, Serpentine, you're going to uh, have in our sweep, the uh, run-home sweep, uh, John Allen. Yeah. And out of Barry, 23. Yep, got in uh, by virtue of its uh, performance on the weekend, round on Derby Day. Well, so it's the, a quick quick backup. Andy, quickly, because can I yes, ask please. you a quick question? Yes, please. Why is it when a horse has been scratched, they don't allow uh, – why don't they have a list of emergencies? Emergencies? They used to. Why don't they do that? I don't know. Something to do with the stupid computer system, apparently. No, no, I believe, I believe it is. I don't know why. No, that wouldn't it's, be the case. Cray, I don't know. It's a very good question. Corey's okay. in Bendigo. Uh, Corey, Rocks Pox, what do you got for us, mate? Yeah, thanks, boys. Uh, Rocks is um, Cooper Harvey nominating the Kangaroos. Yes, yes. This is a great piece of music. Kid, yeah, Mm. good. Happy with – if you're a North Melbourne supporter, yeah. Yeah, well done. 
um, and pox is the weather still. No yeah. cricket being played. It's no good. Well, that's oh. the thing. It's the domestic cricket and all the, the Saturday afternoon stuff that's going on, and that's going to be the big... No doubt. Give Corey a horse, mate. Why do you keep hurrying me up? Because see the him out there. See the boss. Right. See the clock. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Right. Apologies. <laughs> Camora. <laughs> yes. It's out of barrier 17. Okay. <laughs> ben Mellum is going to give it a good going. $34 Sean, on my list. Nice work. Well done. And good luck, Corey. Sean's in Brisbane before we get to the news. Good afternoon. Two left. Two left, Andy. Well, Sean and Nathan are going to get him. Nathan on the other side of the news. Uh, yeah, far away, Sean. Uh, far away, Sean. Hi, gents. I've got, a po- I've got two popses. Mm-hmm. Those three idiots that are on the air with Shaquille O'Neal, <laughs> they annoy the bejesus out of me. Right. They're not funny. Oh, Bit of Australiana. The yeah. funniest bloke is Shaquille Jewish. Yeah, right, okay. Right, Jewish right. out yeah. of Barrier 10. Yeah. Huey Bowman's on the back of it. Yes. That's got to give you some what? hope. No doubt. Let's $21. Get, Hang on. That's got to be a chance. Let's get to the news, shall we? It's 25 to okay. 6. Gazy gives Jewish a big chance. Well, You're in the game, Sean. Let's, it's now 24 to 6. One left. Let's get to the news because Nathan's in plenty and he's got plenty to say on the other right. side of this. A very nice work from uh, the Pont of All Knowledge. Uh, Nathan Pont in the uh, newsroom with us today. Nathan is going to get the last horse in our run home Melbourne Cup sweep. I can't believe we've got through all uh, 23, I think it is. It doesn't matter now. Uh, no, well, Andy, just so everyone yeah. knows, uh, there's no emergencies in the Melbourne Cup because the TAB is only structured to go Computers. up to 24 runners in a race. The computer system, I told you that. No, that you didn't believe true. me. And then and, I worried that uh, I got it wrong. And also coming off another explanation is the vet test, Gazy, too much trouble for the big event. These days they do go through a very comprehensive. Uh, no, but they have to. They, this this has been forced upon them. We they, no, Gareth, no, but it was Gareth all told us all about this on. Uh, but I didn't know that was part of the reason why you couldn't have an emergency. Oh, the, no, sorry, big yeah. part. I thought it was a separate issue. No, no, no. no. Well, that's came straight after I asked the question, so I'm assuming that. Oh, that's you're on. you're backing the timeline. I'm I backing. Like it. I am backing the good folk out out there in the temper text world. Well, most of them are good folk. That's true. Most of them. Nathan's in plenty. We all get emotional from time to time. Ah, yeah, but you know. Yeah. Nathan's in plenty. For the seventh time, I'm welcoming Nathan to the program. He's going to get the last horse. G'day, Nathan. How are you, mate? Excellent. Gazy, you're an absolute legend. God Icon lo- of Australia. <laughs> One of my favourite sporting people growing up. Enough however, said. Okay. However. Okay. Oh, <laughs> however. Nine times out of ten, I agree with you. However, being a tennis coach, you're too comfortable indoors and you don't understand anything about rain. Oh. Thank you. There is such a thing as dry rain Thank you. and wet rain. Thank you. What? Thank you. As a tennis coach, dry, dry rain yeah. is stuff that does not puddle the court and allows you to continue playing. Wet rain, run run to the shoulders. Okay. Thank is, you. Is Thank Nathan... You. D- just accept- just hang on, I want to ask oh. Nathan a question. Nathan, is dry rain still wet, though? By the time it hits you, it's not. It's like sweat. It, so it's, it's wet. Not, it doesn't even yeah, get out. Well, yeah, listen. And, yeah. 
Okay. Nathan, some no, people, on board, some mate. people. I don't know how his wife has put up with him <laughs> no, for just, as long as she has, no. because you've just had it explained. To, you've been completely owned on this on this topic. Completely owned. Um, a man who knows what he's talking about has tried to, in a great way, explain to you that there's a difference, and yet you want to somehow, no. in in some kind of maga type mm. Trumpian way, <laughs> spin it around so that you. Uh, what? Speak to your base and uh, and have a little win here. Well, I don't understand why sheesh. you just don't accept what Nathan's got to say. I do accept it. I'm just trying to understand it. I'm trying to understand that rain can actually be dry. That's all I'm trying to understand. Well, Eddie. Nathan's explained it to it. So there's well, a difference. And he's actually Are you said, prepared to accept that and will you forever? Well, he's actually said it's not dry, but oh, it's just not. It's just there like sweat. There you go. No, he's give Nathan his so horse. sweat. Is sweat wet? Give you Nathan. Is give, sweat it wet, Andy? Well, you're not listening. Because, I am listening. No, I'm asking no, your question. No, 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 no. I'm not going to give you the simple answer because then you'll feel like you've had a win and it's not about that. Um, give Nathan his horse plot. First time I've ever I've heard that saying before. Well, well, okay. And I'm just trying to understand and educate myself, well, Andy. You've heard enough. Nathan has explained it to you perfectly. Well, I think and I, I can't do a, a better little... job. So either you go back and listen to the podcast, never listen to what Nathan said. No, I, I can see still, it's still ringing it. in my head. Okay, good. And I accept what Nathan can you said. Pl- BP's on the line. So the, the difference is it's just the terminology. That's all it is. It's, okay. it's not. So it is no wet. One's... Water is wet. Okay, we well all agree. Done. You're happy now. No, give uh, is that true? His, give Nathan his horse, please. <laughs> okay. Hey, Nate, are you still with us? Just give him his horse. Hey, Nate. <laughs> uh, Realm of Flowers. Yeah, big chance. Right down the bottom you Damian go. Thornton is uh, going to be give, trying to ride... <laughs> Realm of Flowers home. It's out of barrier five. Yeah. And and if you're watching, number 24. Thank you. Here we go. Anthony right now. and Sam Friedman. Hello. That's got a the – Fried, the Friedman name's synonymous with racing. <laughs> yes, it is, Coop. So this has got yes, to be a red-hot chance. Now, for the first Star time, this is the names. only horse oh, can we get that to I haven't place. been given the odds to. Well, don't worry about it. Well, it's uh, ten bucks, not into nine dollars fifty. So Red there's money coming for Realm of Flowers. Okay, there Thank you go. Nathan. Well Enjoy done. that one. Thank you. It's eighteen minutes past six. Be per- two. Sorry, I'll start that again. It's eighteen minutes two six. Hmm. Brett Phillips, host of the first serve, is a beautiful human being. It's on the SEN app tonight at eight pm and replayed on SEN eleven sixteen after the Australia Island T Twenty match. <laughs> At 10.30 p.m. What a big game of cricket, that P- promise Huge. To tonight. BP, what is leading, what's leading the first serve tonight, my friend, and how lovely to hear your voice. No, no, I really appreciate you slipping me into your uh, program, your great program, Ken. Oh, thank so you. Normally thank on the you. pipe, and um, no pipe today, so I do appreciate you slipping me in. But look, there's uh, plenty, uh, plenty going on in the world of tennis. I mean, I don't know what whether many people have reacted to um, this new United Cup, which is going to start the summer of tennis. What? that was revealed on uh, Friday, which is basically, well, in a lot of people's eyes, it's the Hopman ca- uh, Cup rehashed, mm-hmm. but there is actually rankings points and significantly better prize money. So the men and the women will come together, 18 nations. Uh, we've had the ATP Cup the last uh, three years, of course. Mm. If it wasn't for COVID, this would have been probably launched about two years ago. They wanted to bring the men and the women together. Uh, as the one true sport around the world that does have men and women playing at an equal level in terms of uh, prize money, as we know. Uh, so we'll see how that rolls out. Brisbane, Perth and Sydney, wherever you're listening, DCN, around the country, I'd snap up a couple of tickets because uh, you're going to have um, some of the best tennis players going around playing in early mm. Jan as a nice little entree into the Australian Open. Nice, the United Cup. It is. It's, uh, it sounds exciting. Hey, BP, what is the prospect, do you think, of Novak Djokovic coming out and being a part of the... Uh, Strong. 
the Australian Open. I'm hopeful that it does eventuate, but not everyone is in that camp. Well, I think we're going to find out, Gazi, I believe by the end of November, that'll be sort of the mark because I think it's December 1 when the full entry list comes out for the Australian Open. So TA would like to have that all intact and, and know well in advance. Look, I, I feel like it'll probably get overturned is uh, my hunch on it all and the change of federal government, but uh, still a bit of water to go under the bridge. Uh, TA, <laughs> unlike last year, they don't really want to get involved. Uh, to be totally honest, it's between Novak and the government, but if they're asked to put forward a reference or two, they'll play their part in, in that regard. But I think this year, after all the uh, hellabaloo last year, they'd like to stay well clear and just uh, let that decision take care of itself. But I think I, I think you'll get the tick. Mm. And just before Good we let news. you go, we'll listen to all of this on the app tonight from 8pm and then on SEN 11.16 after the cricket at 10.30. You were telling us, I reckon, four years ago, I remember you started talking about this kid Felix Auger, alias Sam. Uh, mm. Is he mm. is in red-hot form at the moment? Is he primed? Is, could he push really deep to win a Grand Slam tournament in 2023? Andy, he is up the ante. Now, he has been a very good, technically uh, well-set-up, uh, produced player. And then you add a person of the calibre of Tony Nadal to your camp. Oh, uh, of course, the, the uncle of uh, Rafa guided him to all his success, of course, and gone and ran Rafa's academy when he decided to go off tour. Then Felix said, Tony, I want to drag you back, not necessarily full-time on the tours. He's like a consultant who chips in trying to prepare Felix for the bigger moment. So Felix was 0-9 and nine in finals last year. He's now won four titles this year, including the last three weeks. And uh, he, he is stepping up. So he's cranking up the power because he's always been technically well set up. So, yeah, I think, you know, top 10 tennis, wow. post Novak and Rafa is the next two to fall off the um, the perch after Roger. Uh, it's in good hands. Him and Very Carlos going hands. Carlos Alcaraz is the world number one. Those two going head to head with Uncle Tony, the tennis consigliere, if you don't mind. Uh, BP, 8 p.m. on the app, 10.30, SEN, the host of the first serve. Uh, it wouldn't be tennis without his voice providing the soundtrack. You're a beautiful man. We'll be listening. All the very best. 14 minutes to six. Mm. Uh, so good luck to everybody in the sweep, Julio. Yes. You've got their names, and now we pass it over yeah, to you. Yeah, very well run. Sweep this one. Yeah, Thank no, you. Nice. Mm. Thank you very what much. What do you got? What's going on out there? Very impressed, the bosses. If Gareth Hall loses his voice tomorrow, oh, Gaze oh. is in. Some I've of got you. Form expert, name expert, oh, jockey a, expert. Well, takes a little while sometimes, but um, eventually we got there. Mm. That's very strong. Good. Very good. Point, very very strong. Good. Quiz on Wednesday too. That's I'm, oh, you should see the. Quiz. It's on Wednesday and Friday this week, is it? We're right. a double banger. Be, yeah. So we're not here tomorrow. The NFL or on Friday. And don't tune in this time on Wednesday mm. if you want to hear us because we won't be on. Oh blimey! It's all Sports different. Day. Oh my god! Oh, it's underway. Right. Jared Healy and Brad Johnson while Kane's on holidays. Mm. So we're off here at five thirty. We are. Oh, my wow, Lord, I'd forgotten great. all about that. That's uh, we have to, do we have to what, take a pay cut. What good stuff are we going to cut out? That's a very good question. Well, we have to do that every day with three hours. There's no fat on the bone of this <laughs> What about the pressure they're under? We bring them, they've got to hold on to them. <laughs> might, there might be a spike in the listening audience at 5.30, which, when you think about it, well, will play us. well for us. Yeah. <laughs> Come, Come on, boys. Come on, Come on, Come on Johnny. Johnny. Hey. Give us a good show, boys. Oh, we can absolutely. do with a little spike at the right. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, just a bit of news, boys, for Sustainable Office Solutions and also Host Plus. Uh, a couple of delistings today at the Sydney Swans, or three, actually. James Bell. 
Sam Naismith, 30 games in nine Poor seasons. Yep. A lot of knee reconstruction. Yep. Yep. And Ben Ronk, who will be remembered for kicking seven yeah, in his third Ronk. game yeah. against Hawthorne. Well, they might. Are they going to relist? Are they going to re? No, not, no, no talk with those guys of oh, any guarantees. Really? That's a surprise. Isn't mm. it? Have you seen this Virat Kohli story? Which one? So someone's got in his hotel room and filmed his stuff. So he's put on uh, Instagram. I understand that fans get very happy and excited seeing their favourite players and get excited to meet them. I've always appreciated that. But this video here is appalling and it's made me feel very paranoid about my privacy. If I can't have privacy in my own hotel room, no, I agree. There, then where can I really expect any personal space at all? Oh, I'm not shocking. okay with this kind of fanaticism and absolute invasion of privacy. No, well, that's how did someone so get in? taking a video, well, would it be someone at the hotel? Maybe the, think so. the service. Mm. And they've just gone around. This is, this is King Coley's room, shots of his shoes. I and think someone's gone and, oh, that's to, terrible. to, you know, someone in the cleaning stuff. Mm. They know, hey, I'm cleaning Virat's room. Mm. Oh, can you take a video and show me? Done it, pass it on, and then old Keith has uh, decided to go public mm. with it. Shocking. Mm. No good. Yeah. No and good at just all. Just quickly for Castrol Edge, more power, same fuel, Castrol Edge. Unbelievable V8s yesterday. 10-car pile-up. You love a 10 I Shane mean, Van Gisbergen runs a ride, won 20 races this year. No. Back-to-back titles. Superstar. He's, he is a superstar. Well done, Shane. There's no doubt about that.